What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up Ship Podcast, episode 87. Uh, and today I'm talking to Damo and Damon. Uh, it's Damo. I think I pronounced it wrong, but <laughs> I'm reading it that way. But he, he pronounced it uh, that way. Damo. Um, from Permission to Speak Freely podcast. Um, they hit me up about uh, talking about whatever. And, you know, I'm always down to talk to everybody. And that's something I actually talked about on the podcast was just like the it, it, from junior sailors to retirees to vets to anybody, man. I will talk to anyone. So if you're ever interested, reach out. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they reach out. Um, they have an awesome podcast they've been doing for about a year, um, discussing a lot of different things. They do get into leadership stuff, but they kind of go all over with, uh, a bunch of different topics. Um, they do some heritage stuff. They do some just like sailor issue stuff, sea story stuff. So it's, it's a really cool podcast and I encourage you all to check it out. But, uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. We talked about a lot of leadership stuff, talked about how podcasts function in that space. Um, but a bunch of stuff that, uh, I think, you will all enjoy. So check it out. Um, so I want to start at the, just with like the origin story, man. Like we'll, and that'll, I think will feed directly into some of the stuff we just mentioned that we wanted to talk about. But, um, basically like how did the two of you, and, and I don't know, like maybe one of you decided to do it and then somebody else jumped on along the way or whatever. Maybe you guys put your heads together and just said, Hey, we need to do this. And this is why, but how did the permission to speak freely podcast thing happen? Like what's the origin story? Hey, Damon, you could start off. Okay, for sure. So, because your internet's better. Me, so, so <laughs> me and did it, <laughs> so me and Dumbo, um, we both used to stand watch together, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, we was insane watch watch rotation and everything, man. And we used to have crazy conversations. You know what I mean? While we was in there on watch, and not yeah. only had crazy conversations, sailors used to come in all the time. With talking about stuff, and then we used to go like maybe hours, the whole entire watch or whatever, um, having conversation about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So one day, uh, and, and this, and you will find out in a few minutes. You know, this is kind of like Dumbo's background, also. So okay. I really think, and I don't even know this. I really just think Dumbo wanted to do this a long time ago. Yeah. I wanted to do some sort of type like this. And I didn't know. We just had these conversations. Then one day he just brung it up. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I get on it and, and you know, and I do it. And, and man, it just kind of like, that's that's kind of like the origin of it um, from my standpoint, from my view on um, us just getting together, man. And we always had good chemistry, always had good conversation. Mm-hmm. And we was always about sailors. And, and a lot of our stuff we talk about, we kind of kind of link up you know, on the same thing, some things, you know, some things not, but most yeah. of the things we kind of on the same page when it comes to things. So man, it was like a, a perfect fit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm gonna work backwards a little bit from what Damon was saying. Um, one of the biggest things is I think we started hitting a wall when it came to like communicating with the junior sellers, we started hitting okay. a wall where it's like, where it's like sellers, like wasn't trusting certain things from mm-hmm. chiefs, wasn't trusting the mess. <laughs> and, um, and we weren't really addressing it though. Like, it's like, we yeah. wasn't really saying, like saying anything. Um, and I understood, I understood with the, the approach of what we were doing, but I didn't necessarily agree with it. Right. So I'm like, well, me and Damon could just talk about everything that we've always talked about. And we actually, for some reason, the sellers were, were talking to us anyway. So yeah. I'm like, we could sit here, we could kind of talk about what we always been talking about, put on some mics and actually, you know, yeah. make something out of this thing. Um, and they could be kind of connected more like in an intimate uh, way. Um, so that was 
part of the reason why we did it. We originally wanted to do like just a, like a, a mini thing, like seven uh, steps to leadership or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And that was it, you know? But um, like Damon said, I went to school for uh, cinematography. So okay. I kind of got a background in, in some of that. Um, and I, I've, I would have always done anything that had to do with recording, but I'm also a big fan of podcasts. You know, and that might play into like that plays into some of what I thought a podcast, you know, would look like no matter how we made it or whatever. So, yeah, dude, you just like quoted me a few times like with the the, there's like this disconnect where between us and junior sailors like and I mean us like the mess that just started to happen. And I was like, what is going on? And why is everybody acting like it's not happening? Like everybody was just acting like it wasn't real. And then it turned into this weird adversarial thing where it was almost like the junior sailors were the enemy because they didn't trust us. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what what are you saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a little different on on my side. Like on my side, it was no, they do trust us. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It was like, no, they don't. Like, they they don't trust us. It's a disconnect. No, it's not a disconnect. No, it is. Well, yeah. (laughs) And that was (laughs) there was a lot of denial and there was a lot of like, um, like, so they turned into the enemy because they, they weren't getting the response that they wanted. But yeah, there was like if you asked yeah. these people, this group of people, like, "Hey, do you junior sailors trust you?" They'd be like, "Of course they do. We're chiefs. They, of course, they trust us." And it's like, "No, they don't." Like, are you are you kidding me? Like, you don't see what's going yeah. on here? Like, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that part's I sp- I spent a ton of time on that, but, but I don't want to get too off t- too far off track. So like, where now that it's evolved in what it is, like, where do you guys see it going? Like, what's the what is there a goal, or are you guys just kind of doing it because you're seeing a response and just it's going to go where it goes? I think for for me, the goal is uh, just to do what we're doing, like uh, provide yeah. like some kind of thing that sellers can relate to um, that when they listen to that they could probably laugh at sometime that they get yeah. some leadership from. Like they sitting in a space with us and we on watch. I yeah. want that. Like so, that's if anything comes from that or comes out of that. Um, of course, you think about things and stuff, but. My biggest goal is to reach as many sellers as we can, yeah. So they can know like this, this is happening. Like even with even with uh, don't give up the ship. Like these outlets are here, and this is a good way kind of to get information out. That's why we read nav admin sometimes. That's why we do mm-hmm. certain stuff so sellers could get like a palatable, you know. Uh, one day maybe we could be the standard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's it. I'm not. Uh, there's no like grandeur like. We want to get on TV or not. Right, like that. right. It's just one day people could listen to us. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Damon might have. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the dialogue, man. I, I like yeah. talking about stuff. I like, I like for um, people to hear us and know, like, we're not all be all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we make mistakes and you and we, yeah. we, we listen to us. make. Uh, we talk about um, we was young, how we made mistakes also. Yeah. Like, people think once they put on anchors, oh, man, right. they, they gods. They are sitting up here. They, no, we make mistakes also. <laughs> Yeah. And with them hearing that stuff, I think it, they relate to us a little bit more yeah. once they hear right. our stories and see our background and see what we came yeah, to get where we at. And man, I I, I tell you, man, um, yep. and for, for me, man, it's just like hearing feedback and hearing people talking and, and stuff like that. That would keep me going. Um, hearing Dumbo Dude. calling me up like, hey, when are we going to do the next episode? <laughs> when are we going to he his yeah. energy pushing me? Like, that's also, yeah. a, a, you know, a. Uh, a big deal for me because people be people want to listen to to us talk and listen to yeah. everybody talking and, and um man it's a big deal man for me so i, I yeah. love doing it humanizing chiefs man that's what i i talk about that a ton too like the yeah. the yes. making junior yes. sailors understand that we're just people and like 
the thing that kills me the most is like the the distrust like does at first it didn't compute for me because it's like i was you dude like i i came from exactly where you were and took all the same steps and now i'm here but i i saw a disconnect too and like in the way i was behaving and a handful of other chiefs were behaving and then how i saw like the broader mess behaving and I was just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, you're acting different. Like, you, there's that joke, that stereotype of, like, you make chief and now, you like, you change. Like, all of a sudden, you're, like, a different person. And it's like, but why? Yeah. Like, I the, the goal was always to just be in that position to use that position to better take care of junior sailors. And so it's like, well, here I am now. Why would I be acting differently? Why would I be doing anything differently? And I like the idea, too, that, you, like, you guys yeah, are talking you about. me. <laughs> yeah yeah wow that did it like i think it's you a two-way street now. man yeah. we're quoting quote each other um yeah. it's like the the getting like you guys talking about just being in the space and like making them comfortable talking to you it's like the same thing like just walking around the ship it is shockingly easy i like I, when i go out on inspections so i go out there to do this inspection that they've been building up in their mind like oh god like this is like the super bowl for for those supply guys and so we go mm-hmm. out there and do this inspection <laughs> they're freaking out and a couple of master chiefs and a, and a supply officer walk down to tell them if they're doing their job correctly or not and give them this grade and i walk into the galley and you can see them all like stiffen up and they're just freaked out it takes me yeah, like yeah. 30 <laughs> seconds to disarm them and then it's the midwatch dude and they're telling me everything and it's like that's all yeah. it takes is walking in there and treating them like people and letting them know immediately like i'm just a dude like calm down like yeah i'm a mass chief yeah, yeah i'm here to do a thing but that doesn't mean i'm not human that doesn't mean i didn't used to do what you're doing right now so like relax and we just start joking around and um and i think people like get confused by that like concept like how do i do that like i don't know how to i all of a sudden don't know how to talk to sailors it's like do you've been doing this the whole time man like it's you were in your space behaving in this way with these people the whole time and now all of a sudden you have anchors and you don't know how to do it like just the, you have there's a line like there's the good or discipline thing and yes you're in charge and stuff like that but like you can go into your space and talk to your people and have like a genuine rapport with them and, and let them know you're a human being and let them know you actually care. And it's, it's not, you know, it's really, it's not that complicated, man. Like, it's like, just go do it. Nah, and yeah. then it, it gets rid of a lot of that yeah. stuff, but you see people screw this up all the time and it, it's confusing. Like, cause it's so simple, but, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, and they talk too though. Go ahead, demo. No, no, I'm listening to you then. Yeah. It, it, it comes from, you know, how you how you you know present yourself and 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 going in and talking to sailors like it yeah. it's like it's like once you once you put the anchors on man it's like oh man I want to do this I want to do that I want to make this difference I want to yeah. be the, be this guy or this girl or, or and all this type of stuff well you know what the way you got there mm-hmm. <laughs> is enough you know yeah. what I mean people have sit back and people have looked at your career and say you know what you worthy of putting on these anchors or whatever the case may be and then once you put them on you want to be something else but you yeah. got to realize sometimes man how you what you did before got what you got what, uh, got you where you at right now yeah yeah man and my big thing is my big thing is like i i never want to sit with you know if i was a drug addict or something like that i would never want to sit with the person that never did drugs and listen to them tell uh, yeah. me how bad <laughs> the drugs are. Like, yo, you yeah. never did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when we get up and we, you know, when we get transparent and we talk about the mistakes we made and stuff like that, that's just opening up the door for a junior seller to listen to when right. we say something else. Like, yeah, all right, I'm here now. Like, 
you know, but I yeah. was there. We did this. And it's really not even like you traveling. We just growing, aging and, and getting promoted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. the same person I was. I, I'm a little bit more mature, but I'm the same person I was yeah. 13 years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. what um, y'all know who Jeff Bayless is. You ever heard of him? No, no, nah, he's a Jeff Bayless. Uh-uh. No, no, nah. He he's a buddy of mine. He's a he got a hold of me. This was years ago. At this point, I've done a bunch of podcasts with him and stuff. And he has his own thing and all this. He's retired now, but so he was a dude that um like just hot running sale of the year, number one EP type dude, all the way up to I think he made chief in like eight years as a BM, and then he put in an LDO package and got selected Damn. nine and a half or something like that. So yeah, he was that dude. And then, so he selected for LDO, goes, does the LDO thing. He's killing it. He's a JG about to be a lieutenant. And so the way he tells the story is so like on the outside looking in, like he's got it all figured out and like has life on like a cheat code basically. But his personal life was a dumpster Mm -hmm. fire and he wasn't dealing with it. And then all of a sudden one night him and his wife get in an argument and he'd been drinking, gets in his truck, leaves, gets in an accident, gets a DUI. So then, it, you know, you can imagine where it goes from there, like whole life kind of explodes professionally. Um, and then he ends up he and he fights it and appeals it and tries to because he wants to stay on the officer path and wants to stay in the Navy. He thinks he can still do good things, blah, blah, blah. But they end up reverting him back to BMC. So he gets reverted back. Mm. And at this point, I think he's I think he did like his last three or four years as, as a BMC. Um, and then he retired. Uh think about a year ago um but he and, and i'd have to go back and listen to it again to know right uh, along the timeline kind of where it got figured out and i know his his uh current wife has a lot to do with it he talks about it a lot like how she saved his life but um he went out and started doing these talks and there's a i'll, I'll find the video for you guys after um and send it to you but i keep telling him to put it on youtube and it's like only on facebook for some reason but uh he started giving these talks at um, like on ships, like he'll just go out and he'll be like, look, like I, need, I just need somewhere to crash. If somebody can fly me out with like TAD money, just give me anywhere to crash. I'll crash on a chief's couch. I don't care. And then goes to the ship and he's done them all over the place before he retired. And I, I imagine he's still doing them, but he'd go on the ship in his uniform, like and tell this whole story from beginning to end about like how that happened to him, how he screwed up all the lessons he learned because of it. And like to the point where he got he was suicidal and just was like deal with all this crazy stuff and just to, like gave him all the lessons learned, man. And it's like it's it's riveting, like when you watch him do it and it's just like that kind of stuff. I wish like I wish that was common and I wish and not like that everybody's going to travel around the Navy and give those talks. I just mean like like you were saying where how do you have those types of conversations with sailors if you've never had that type of experience, right? Like. Like when, when a sailor's in trouble, like I've never been a captain master in my life. Like I've got pulled in chief's quarters and yelled at, but like I've never, I was never that guy. I was a rule yeah. follower. So like when that stuff comes up, I go get somebody that's been, that's like been through that experience. And I'm like, talk, go talk to chief so-and-so. They'll tell you all about this experience, the lessons they learned from it. Like why, you know what I mean? Like, you, like, and like draw on that type of experience. But like, I wish, I wish we were more open about it as like chiefs individually but also like organizationally right like as a as a collective mess i wish we were because like you'll hear um 
certain people kind of talk about it, but you won't hear um, like the you'll hear the broader organization or the like big Navy kind of mention it generally, like how accountability is important and integrity is important and stuff like that. But you generally don't see a big um, like a big highlighting of like somebody screwing up pretty hard and like sharing that experience. And like, I think the Navy missed an opportunity to like grab him and, and like make a bunch of videos or something and put them out or use it as part of training. Um, because it's like, dude, it's wild. you like, you want to, I'll send you the video when we get done. But, um, that kind of stuff I think yeah. is super, super valuable. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, lot of stories out there and a lot of things that I would love to get out there and love to talk. But yeah. My my whole biggest piece now, man, is like is like that having the time, man. That that's why I yeah. personally and I talk <laughs> me and me and Dumbo talk a whole lot about that when it comes to training sailors, man. Um yeah. and, and the problem most of the time be man, the schedule. Yeah. You know, now the schedule is so crazy now, man. It's hard to yep. freaking get the time to train sailors, and then we wonder why <laughs> sailors are not as technically sound as yep. we want them to be, or right. whatever the case may be. It's because of the time. Yeah. Like, like, like I had this story where I was telling them we should have this thing called school to ship, where the mm-hmm. ship shut down yeah, in the morning time for 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 We shut down and we talked the ship. We it's hard to do something like that now, yeah. man. It's hard to to accomplish if you do you're gonna be working all day or whatever the case may be so um that's something i think we need to get back to and mm-hmm. and training actually doing some some great hands-on training or or whatever type of training we need to do to get get sales where they need to be yeah is that um is it a lot less common nowadays on, on surf ships to do that type of training or is it just a different style of training that takes up more time like because like on yeah, submarines well, it's like we, all we, we have do is train yeah, I mean, and I, I was on a, um, <laughs> I was on a carrier before, and trust me, believe man, I, I, I know what you mean when it comes to the, to the nuclear field, anyway, yeah. and the training, man, that's all yeah. they do is train yeah. on the ship. Yeah. So For I me, got you, but when it comes to the surface like side, much. Uh, it was oh, training too, but it was also a little bit of a delay. I think. Quarters. I mean, we ain't have enough time to do quarters. Yeah. Yeah, dude, and that's like, I think he keeps losing his internet. It's going to be a fun editing job. Uh, so he, um, yeah. like on submarines, we do a ton of training, but a lot of it is like the required training. And like, even the nukes will speak to this and some have on the podcast about like, they have a ton of mandatory training out of a book where it's like, this just death by PowerPoint. And like, I had this EMN two on recently where he was talking about like, you just have the same notes from last quarter for that topic. And he's like, I don't even <laughs> got to take notes anymore. I just flip back to that one. I'm like, yep. Same exact information. Yeah. So it's not the type yeah. of valuable hands-on training that is going to, cause that's what I talked to uh, this dude, Jason Thompson. He's a, a bosun's mate chief. And he talks a lot about like war fighting and, and like getting, getting them ready to fight. Right. And, and it's like, we don't put a lot of emphasis on that. Like on submarines, we put a lot of emphasis into like fighting the ship as far as damage control goes. Cause like there are no DCs yeah. on submarines. We're the DCs. So it's like, we yep. put a ton of emphasis into damage control. So we'll be ready for that. But like the, all the other stuff, it's like, like I would say that we're pretty ready to execute our primary mission the majority of the time. But like, there's a lot of other things that I think we could be doing to like prepare more for war fighting. Like, so that when we need to fight hurt, when we need to repair the ship on the fly, like I think submarines are probably 
more ready, but there's still a lot of stuff that I talk to buddies about that I think we can do a lot better. And it seems like when I talk to surface sailors, that's I get that a lot more. Like there's a ton of stuff that we should should be doing and could be doing. It's just like a reprioritization that needs to happen where um, we could we could be doing those things to get ready to fight. Because like if we start if we get in a shooting war with like a major state actor, it's going to be a steep learning curve, in my <laughs> opinion, where it's like oh, we're yeah. going to have to. Most holy definitely. crap. And fast and NKOs and whatever the hell else doesn't matter. We have to devote all this bandwidth to uh, yeah, actually man. learn. Um, how to- yeah, you. Um, yeah, you hit it on the head, man, with the with the with the priorities, man. Like and I'm not saying everything else we do um, should take a, you know, step back from being priority a priority. But it just like like Dumbo kind of mentioned earlier, man, we half of the time it's hard to even make it the quarters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Put things out. Because you got so many things that's going on for that day, um, yeah. so it's it's hard, man. Um, on the sh- uh, on on the seaside, and when you out the sea, it's it's, yeah. it's it's hard, man. And short duty, that's your time. You can kind of like do more things sometimes, depending on your short sometimes. duty. Sometimes, but at sea, man, it's it's a, it's a real, yeah. It's sometimes you're right. Sometimes, sometimes, and I'm an inspector too right now, um, mm-hmm. out there. So I go out and inspect ships, yeah. um, right now too. And you're right, that schedule can get crazy too. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I think um and then on top of that, me and Dumbo, like we all we was on a ship together, so we just always talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, when we gonna have time? Like somebody bring up something, we'll be like, When is that gonna happen? You know, yeah. like when, when can yeah. we get that in? You know, and that was that was one of our biggest things we should always talk about, man. But it's but we are one of the leaders on board, so we have to freaking try to squeeze figure something in yep. or when can we do it here or try to figure it out, you know, because it's mission first. So yeah. um, we most definitely be trying, but it's most definitely complicated. Yeah. And where it gets ugly, too, is it's like when everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. You know what I mean? Where you're like you're you're everybody's like, well, this has to happen today and this has to happen today. And then it turns <laughs> into like a 20 car pile up and you're like, well, when when is this? When is when are people going to go home? When are they going to eat? When are they going to sleep? And it's like, I don't know, man, because like even we got to we've we are very good at compounding the casualty in the submarine community with like the scheduling stuff, because even when I was on a two crew submarine for my last uh, my last boat and like so you're you're, you own the submarine half the time and then the other half you don't you're in a building and they call it pre-deployment training period. So you're doing a ton of like trainers and uh, training and. Um, just like studying and like crap, like meetings and all this crap. But like, it's, you don't even have a warship to worry about. It's gone. It has a whole nother crew CO down to the most junior seaman and it's gone. So it's like, you have this like three month period where you're just doing training. You're just doing his internet is objectively worse than yours. And we've been measuring it for (laughs) 22 minutes now. So game set match you, Um, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like the we find a way to like make our life hurt, man. It's like we go and like chalk the schedule full of ridiculous stuff of like just meetings and training and all this crap. And then you end up you're there from eight in the morning until 17, 1800. I'm like, there's no ship here. Why are we here this late? And so you don't get like the rest and recuperation. You don't get the sailors like, and, and some boats do it better than others, but by and large, I think most of them are doing that where they're just, you just, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like, Oh, there's white space in the plan of the week. Oh, we got to fill that with trainers and training and all meetings and all this crap. And it's just like, Oh they just, yeah, man. They just go looking for stuff to jam <laughs> oh, yeah. in there. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I got you. Man. I feel you on that, man. We was um we used to always talk about that stuff, man. Like we do this. We I don't know if you guys call it the same thing. We call it PB for T, you know, where you everybody get together and you kind of make yeah. the schedule for like months out or whatever. And man, you see some white space in there. Oh my goodness. Oh Let's yeah, no, it's in. like Let's attack, attack that, <laughs> kill that white space. It's like it's insane. Yes, it's, yes it's like I've sat yeah. in meetings where we're just like. Like we're, we call it generally, there's like a plan of the week meeting and then we'll do like long-term planning meetings. Um, but like, we'll, we'll sit in the plan of the week meetings and like, we've just been doing like drilling and killing and doing all this craziness and the crew doesn't have much sleep or we'll have just finished a major ships inspection where the crew didn't get much sleep. And then some like requirement pops up and they're like, oh, we have to run another drill and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do it early in the morning at this time and all this. And we're like sitting in there like, are you out of your mind? Like, no, <laughs> like the crew needs to sleep. And like this just popped up. It sounds like you're going to take a hit on this requirement since you didn't like have the foresight to to recognize this had to get done and weave it into the plan in a way where it's not going to destroy the soul of the whole ship, you know, like and it's just man, like it seems like a lot of it's self-inflicted because everything's a priority. And so we just cram as much crap as we possibly can in and then you end up with like kids getting like kids just not just separating in mass. Like I was talking to, um, I got a podcast going to drop on the 10th that I did with the junior officer that was on submarines, had mental health issues all the way up to like suicidal ideations in an attempt and then got treatment, uh, got back to a place where she could go back to a submarine and finish her, her first JO tour. But then she, uh, failed. There's like a school at the end that where they do the nuke officers do this. Like, um, it's like an engineer qualification, like a nuclear engineer qualification school at the very end, which seems ridiculous to me because she said it's basically it's like not applicable to like what they've done. Plus, like you put all that money and training into an officer and they've proven objectively over four years, I think. I think their first two or three or four years where they like qualify everything, get their gold submarine dolphins and stand submerged off to the deck on a nuclear submarine. And they prove that they can do that over a period of time. And then they take the school and if they don't pass it, they're like, nah, and they just flush it. <laughs> You're no longer in the submarine community and you have to reclassify and go somewhere else. So she ended up as like in the Intel community and she's on her way out now because she's just like right. that community. So like submarine JOs, especially on a BN man, like on a ballistic missile submarine, the two crew submarine I was on last, they like, I don't know how any of them make it through one tour. Like I, they never sleep. <laughs> they never have any free time. Like when they're doing quals, even when the submarine's gone, they come in on like weekends to try to catch up and study and do all this. It's like they have no lives at all. And so then I don't know how all of them don't run for the hills. And then she was saying now she's in the Intel community and they're hemorrhaging O threes because none of them want to stay in because it sucks. And like it's it's the same, like basically the same mold for another community. And it's just like, good God, like and you look at the so you, for us, we look at junior sailors and it's the same thing. Like I got kids in my CSS rating that have like SDIP to go to sea because we can't keep enough of them in the Navy to populate all the billets at sea. And then I go out and do inspections and I got divisions where like they're small because submarines, right? So six to six to nine people, depending on the class of submarine. And it's like, you go out and there's like four, including an LPO slash leading CS. And it's like, that's like, you're not sleeping. Like there's just not enough sets of hands to do all the jobs. 
And it's like, so I'm like out here trying to do an inspection. I'm like, why am I even here? Like, what am I going to do? Tell you you're doing a bad job because you can't clone yourself? Like, I just, this is stupid. Yeah. So yeah. it turns into but, training yeah. at that point. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's the illusion. Yeah. That's the illusion that, yeah. we, that we're doing. So I say we, I always say like we're, we have an identity crisis. Like we don't know yeah. what we want to be. Do we want to be training? Do we want to be drilling? Do we want to yeah. be inspecting? Like, what do we want to be? You know what I mean? And that's the illusion when you an inspector and you come in on a ship and you know you really can't do your job to the, yeah. to the highest uh, potential because you know these people are shorthanded. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've had like yeah. three different inspections happen at the same time. Me and Damon on, yeah. on one of our ships, like three inspections at yep. the same time. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah when we go out we're traditionally paired up with ORS guys so like and I don't know if they call it the same thing but it's like the reactor safeguards exam mm-hmm. so like we go out with the ORS team on submarines and so that's like the biggest inspection that happens on a submarine um, yeah. Ours is and answer. so they're doing yeah in if yeah, dude the only time I ever thought I was going to die on a submarine was during insert <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> yeah. they were doing things with the submarine that like I'm not saying I hadn't done them before but like they were doing them in parallel with other things and there was so much happening. So I was standing watching the control room and I'm just like, I, I've never told so many people to shut up in my life because there's like <laughs> the chief of the watch. The chief of the watch is like, uh, you're like the belly button for everything that happens, like work controls, you're ballasting, you're making one MCs, you're the ship's alarm guy. You're like, mm. you're, you're doing so much stuff, but you're the belly button for everything as far as like orders and stuff. Like if somebody needs to do something, they're either calling or they're walking up there. So like, we'll be doing something i'm like at test depth which is like the deepest a submarine is tested to like so you're parked right above test depth which is super dangerous and so then i got somebody walking up to me with like tags and a laugh i'm like go away like and then somebody's (laughs) calling and so and i'm just like there was so much stuff that was happening that i was just like panicked the whole time i was on watch young young seller went back to the division pissed off yeah yeah this chief's so mean to me like dude i'm just trying not to die today and if i die you die because that's how submarines work so just calm down i was like i can't do this right now yeah but uh those freaking inspections are crazy man i know we like like i'm a a dc so we have when you use dc we talking about the entire ship yeah right so it's a couple then they'll throw dc then they'll throw on top of that they'll throw in the the medical team yeah. Which need the entire ship also. So yeah, how bro. in the heck we supposed to do all these <laughs> drills and do all this stuff at the yeah. same time, man? You got so like a combat drill, right? You might need like that FC that's normally on a fire party, but now he <laughs> yep. can't come because he part of his drills. Yep. You try to run them down. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then your sailors come to you and say, "Come on, senior, how we how yeah. can we do this? Come on now, <laughs> what are you what are you guys doing yeah. in the mess? What are you, what oh, are you yeah. guys doing? Yep. Blah, 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 yep. stuff. <laughs> and the evil empire is always at fault, dude, because yep. it's clearly yep. us dreaming up all this idiocy. That's what like I try to accomplish with some of the podcasts, like the Goats After Dark one and stuff like that. It's like kind of, and I mean, even this one is an example. Is like the types of conversations that happen in the mess, like they think we're in there dreaming up all these scenarios that are going to make their life hurt. And the majority <laughs> of the time we're in there going, are you seriously going to do this? Right, this is yeah. the dumbest idea ever. But then we got to walk out there arm in arm and sell it to the crew. And it's just like, Oh yeah. my God. Look, man, look. And it was yeah, like, man. 
It's yeah, it's excruciating. I remember asking a seller, I'm like, do you think that like the Chiefs just go in the mess and just talk about (laughs) y'all? Like it's like this playbook for yeah. the sellers, and we just go in there and talk. He's like, "Yeah, I, I actually do, Chief." I was like, "No, that's a lie. That's a lie." Nah, man. I'm in there. I'm yeah. trying to eat. I'm trying to kick back. Yep. I'm trying to get up. Actually, I'm trying to get up out of there because, like, we've been talking I, yeah. about that schedule is crazy. I gotta get back to work. yeah, dude. If I'm in yeah. there for any extended period of time and I'm not like using the head showering or sleeping because, like, we don't norm traditionally eat in there on submarines because it's so small. Um, yeah. like sometimes people bring a plate in there, but it's not like where we eat. But like, uh, if I'm in there, dude, my face are usually buried in my hands or like, I, I'm like yelling at somebody or taking a <laughs> noggin nap or what you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I need a private space to do a thing or just to escape for a second. So I don't like explode. And then like, when I'm ready to go back out, I go back out. Like I was never the dude hanging out in the, in the mess cause I didn't have time. I had too much stuff to do. Yeah. So, but that's yeah. the thing. That, and, like, and it, but that used to be the thing though. They used, yeah. they used to be the thing where sailors just say, oh, that we in the mess and we coming up with mm-hmm. this master plan or whatever. Man, it don't happen <laughs> no more because we don't have time. We're on the deck plates, yeah. man. We, yeah. man. We go in there, we eat, and we are out, man. Like yeah. We don't even have time right. to go in there and come up with these master plans and this stuff. Right. But we're like so busy driving the identity crisis agenda that you're talking about where it's like, yeah. I, I feel like the, the, it, it seems to me, and you know, like qualify that statement with i'm just the dumb cook chief so calm down but like (laughs) i'm like the it seems really simple to me that like the the main priority is war fighting like to ignore that our our only purpose for existing is to kill the enemy and break their stuff is Mm -hmm. is super short-sighted to me and then you hear like super high level like admirals and smart people like talk about all these other things that we do. And I understand like you go in and you like read, have you guys been in the senior enlisted Academy yet? He has. Yeah. And I got, I'm scheduled. I'm scheduled. To, I'm okay. Scheduled. So, yeah. So now. like, you're going to get into like the, all like the national security strategy and like all these like high level policy documents. And when you read them, like they, and some of the lectures and all this stuff, they kind of shed some light on like some of the higher level strategy stuff. Mm-hmm. But like even when I read those documents, a lot of them are like really like broad scope and like yep. kind of vague because they have to be because they're huge overarching policy documents. And then obviously they're unclassified. So it's like they're not going to put like a whole bunch of detail <laughs> in them. But it's like there's so much of it that that it like sounds good on paper. But then when you see the way that it's applied, once it trickles down to like our level, <laughs> It's like, you, I mean, we spend the majority of our time on like cleanliness, preservation and stowage and like yeah. maintenance and training, yeah. Yeah. which you could say you could say, right, like it that should feed those those like larger goals if it was done correctly. But I think the vast majority of it is like we're doing training on like a bunch of stuff that it's not unimportant, like sexual assault prevention and suicide. Like there's all this stuff that we do that it's definitely important, but like we do it in a way where I don't think we're accomplishing much, right? Like everybody has that joke about like the sexual assault prevention training where it's like, okay, yeah, don't rape your sister. Got it. And it's like, that's a horrible thing to say when exiting a training that is, is about such a meaningful topic. And, but we're clearly not like hitting the target. We're we're clearly not getting like meaningful education and training out of the way that we're executing it. If, 
it when we walk out, like everybody's just like trying to stay awake and like groaning on their way in and groaning on their way out and just kind of like making jokes. You ever about been it. to one of those trainings where like you know people tell you not to ask questions? Like like they, they, yeah, they don't 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 ask no questions. At the end. <laughs> yeah, I was because we're I trying was, to get out yeah. earlier. Like and then and then you'll be at like. Yeah, especially like the all hands call where like you hear yeah. 500 people groan when some yeah, dude, some E3 that's still got a check and she raises his hand to ask the fleet a question. Yeah. You're like, dude, shut up. Yeah. You're going to get are a non-answer and we just want to leave. Yeah. Are you like, are it's going to be a right? Like, are you are at E3 and you ask the question to your chief in your first class? You know, ask yeah, that. you like, get in trouble. Hey, we, need yeah. everybody, we need everybody to shop. Yeah, <laughs> we need everybody to shop, man. Yeah, ask us we the need question to conduct first. some... Yeah, we need to conduct some training on what we said before we went in. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, and it's like I, it's I, I get fr- I get really frustrated with like it just doesn't feel like most of what we do are focused on those larger goals. Like I don't I don't leave like almost any training feeling like I'm a better warfighter. And it's like, well, okay, well then what are we doing? Like, is this just like a larger Jedi mind trick that I don't understand? Or are we not actually training towards that in, you know, in the way that we think we are? Cause well, I think the organization probably really believes that we are. Otherwise I can't imagine we would be doing what we're doing. Yeah. But sometimes I think that's like uh like blindness, like, on your own like account like yo i just want to not see that something i've been in many meetings even as a junior seller like talking to like my chief or something and i might say something that they just hated to hear like hey man them sellers Mm -hmm. ain't gonna do that and they was like what you mean so i'm like the sellers they not gonna they not gonna do that they want liberty it's like what do you mean they want liberty? they they want liberty like like that's what they want so yeah (laughs) and so i always wonder you know because how many like just to speculate like how many chiefs do we think really know the big picture like and are in tune yeah. with the big picture and are like right like teaching their sellers we don't have enough time to like sit down and understand and you know project it like we don't like i, yeah. I remember like yeah. uh, um damon knows this but i remember like mad dashes after quarters like me and my devil would look at each other so we would you know the morning starts you got breakfast then you got the khaki we would have a khaki mm. call then right after the khaki call we got another probably uh the the uh, departmental khaki call then after departmental khaki call you got this amount of time like 15 minutes to get through quarters you know meet with your you know lpo whatever you're gonna do get out on the deck place and clean up or whatever like that and i remember like mad dashing through quarters like a real rapid fire quarters just so we could get to like either the next meeting that was happening during Mm -hmm. like cleaning station so it's not it's really not like man that circadian rhythm came and that wasn't what we thought it would be like but that's just what's a circadian rhythm going. good god let me tell you about my circadian rhythm i got like <laughs> the world's worst sleep apnea i got both kinds which i didn't know was possible i went in and did a the second sleep study where they put a machine on me to try to figure out like i guess i just did needed to calibrate a special for my needs or whatever and the sleep tech he when I woke up in the morning, he was confused. And I'm like, well, this can't be good. And so like, he goes, we got rid of all the apneas and everything, but you kept waking up right before you're supposed to go into REM sleep. And I don't know why. And I'm like, well, like, but is somebody going to figure, he's like, yeah, you're probably going to get called back again. And I'm like, man, the Navy like annihilated my sleep, like health or whatever. Like my circadian rhythm is non-existent. Hey, if anybody's listening, though, that's a little misleading because you was a you're a great looking master chief, man. Shit, man, I aged gracefully. 
I look all right, man. I appreciate it, but yeah, I feel I feel a lot older than I look. Like I don't. I've I've told my wife a bunch of times, like. I don't know why I don't look 70 because, you know, you see them dudes that are like senior chiefs or something and they've got less time in the Navy than you, but they look like they're a hundred years old. And it's just yeah. like, how are you? <laughs> and they're like, nah, I'm 38, bro. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, uh, I'm surprised yeah. I don't look like that. I feel it's a, it's like I'm 60. A, um, you ever saw True Romance? The movie True Romance? Um it sounds so, familiar. Yeah, it's like it's something Tarantino wrote a like, long time ago. But in this movie, okay. you know, the main character, Christian Slater, he got this line where he talked about Christian James Slater. Dean. Yeah, he talked about James Dean and dying young and leaving a good-looking corpse. And that's how I look at the Navy. <laughs> like, you know, I want to, <laughs> when I get out of here, I still want to look good. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, uh, I love that. You ever seen that movie Cuffs that he did, Christian Slater? Probably, but I might not. You know, it's really like, yeah, it's it. like cuffs with a K and he's like a cop in San Francisco or something. I don't know. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, no, I, I that's and that's what's weird, dude, is like I don't because then my my health went started going sideways a couple of years ago. And it's like, yeah, but I saw for some reason I didn't start like I aged. Well, some I, I don't know, man, it's I've always looked young, so that might be part of it. It's just like that's just the way <laughs> the genetic dice rolled. I don't know. Like I got carded for movies at Walmart when I was like in my 30s. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't like I don't know. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. But but yeah, like so uh, we, I you ready? Ahead. Are you ready to retire to, 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 to retire? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, I think so. Yeah, like the. By every measure that I think I feel I'm qualified to make uh, of the idea, you know, because it's like it's happening to me. So it's like I feel like it's hard for me to object, like to detach myself and just be like, yeah, I, I'm totally ready for this because I've gone through a lot of stuff recently where it's like I've started to question my ability to like self-analyze, I guess. But um, I think so, man. Like, I'm really excited about it. I'm. I definitely, you know, everybody says like, oh, you'll know when it's time. Like, I feel that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's, I'm ready. I feel like I, I would go home tomorrow if I could. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not that, it's not like the love for the Navy has gone away or the love of leadership has gone away. And even like the desire to be like a chief of the boat and a CMC, like, it's not like I don't want to do those things. It's just like, I've analyzed the cost and it's too high, like way too high. And it's yeah. part of it. A big part of it is the, so I got diagnosed with a rare form of cancer in it was March of 20 and um, Dan, all that talk. I was talking all that shit about his internet and then not, or about your internet and now his <laughs> internet's eating itself. Yeah. I had um, to tell my wife and, to turn off the laptop, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, so that happened, got through all that. There was brain surgery and radiation and all this stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, doing great now but it was like the, and there's a ton of like um like tertiary follow-on effects kind of thing like yeah. after effects of it that i'm i'm still dealing with but like i'm good and i it shouldn't be back or anything like that so but it like forced this like reprioritization because i had this idea in my head i'm like i already kind of was thinking about like i'm not taking as good of care of myself as i as i want to like physically i want to be in better shape i want to like mm -hmm be in a better place mentally. I want to like do all these things to take way better care of myself. And then that happened. And it was like, it was like a confirmation or like a, like a red flag for me. Like, 
like, no, you're right. You need to do a better job of taking care of yourself. But then I had an oncologist tell me that like work related stress was probably the reason I got sick. And so I'm just like, oh, awesome. Well, I should probably not do that. anymore. He goes, yeah, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I'd remove that from your from your life if you want to never have a problem with this again. So that was kind of like a. Got my CMC it. asked me one day, he said, uh, he was like, you want to be a CMC? And, you know, my, my goal is to achieve the highest that I can achieve while I'm in. Like, whatever that be, right. that's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not sure if I want to do more than 20 yet, but, you know, he's like, you want to be a CMC? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. And then he was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about what comes with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, yeah. I, I'm all ears. You know, he's like, yo, yo, mm-hmm. your wife is, you know, at least like 20% of your job. You know, your wife plays a part in that, too. You know, it's a whole family kind of gig. I don't subscribe to that. Like, I know, like, that's become a norm. But, like, I was talking to my CMC about that. And I was just like, my wife didn't join the Navy. Like, I get what you're saying. But, like, if I become a cob, he was trying to say, like, there's this cob's wife role. I'm like, no, there's not. Not unless she wants it. I'm like, yeah, she didn't she join the Navy and I don't care how anybody feels about it. Yeah, like yeah. you can't make my wife participate in my <laughs> career. She had at the time, like she was, she was working at a shipyard. Like she had her own thing, man. She was repairing warships. Like, like I, she's yeah. not going to be at anything unless she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I think that that's comes mostly. Yeah. I think it mostly comes from the fact of that. Welcome that back, you, by the way. I know. Right. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you need that other half to be successful though. I think that's more where it comes from instead mm-hmm. of instead of being the yeah. fact of they're gonna be involved in whatever you do day by day. Right. But I think it's more a you know, make sure your mentals are good. If your mentals is good at home, yeah, your mentals will be good at you know at For work sure. type deal. So Yeah, yeah. I hundred no, percent agree I mean, with that. But he was also talking about uh hard yeah. being active you know like so that's what i yeah. thought yeah, yeah. it was like, oh. yeah. So like there's wife, some expectation yeah because yeah, yeah. when my wife got hurt my wife got hurt she just she just got surgery right now she in post-op but when she got hurt it was the cmc's wife that was like the most help because we were home person yeah. to, to japan you know what i'm saying so the only yeah. person she could talk to was cmc's wife and she took charge right. of that uh, you know that so so that's what i'm that's what that's what i'm saying CMC oh was yeah like, no okay your wife on the clock which i <laughs> i get it and it's if if they want to do that that's cool and like because yeah, i've yeah. i've known a ton of cobs and cmcs that their wife is really involved but it's because they wanted to be really involved and they were like a lot of them were prior ombudsmans like earlier in their career and stuff like that so they were just like they knew that yeah. role they were comfortable in that role like but yeah, like the whole Cobb's wife is going to do that. I'm like, nah, like not unless she wants to, like if she wants to do that, that's different. But like, I know my yeah. wife and she don't want to. So like, don't ask because yeah. it's not going to be a thing. Yeah, like I'm she don't show up to one. FRG meetings. Uh, yeah. My wife will but, show up and, and, and look pretty, but she ain't gonna be, she will definitely yeah, gonna be too involved yeah. with a little, lot of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Uh, we we mentioned it earlier, but the like podcasting as as a leadership tool, because like I've had a lot of people asking about social media, too. But like how like how do you guys see it working? Like it, like because you mentioned the response a little bit and I'm curious and we can get into that other stuff that we talked about, about the like the response to being on a podcast after. But like, what do you guys see as far as response to a podcast as like a leadership tool? Do you see it like making an impact and like what does that impact look like? Damon? Well, from from me, my the impact. So, at my job right now, man, like these guys are like 
they look for my podcast, the the well, the podcast to come out from us. Hey man, you guys dropped yeah. one this week. Man, when you guys dropping the next one? When you dropping the next one, right? So when I get to work, yeah. and this this is like just the, the round of freaking office because I'm I work with a lot of senior people now. Um, and yeah. then you get like little feedbacks from from them talking to sailors and sailors talking to them, and they'll be like, "Hey man, yeah. um, my, my my one of my homeboys got this podcast. They just talked about this. You guys <laughs> should freaking you know link into this and, and check this out." Right. This is can be one of the tools yeah. that can help you guys. And then, of course, we do nav admins. Of course, we do a lot of other things, too, that I think is a big help. Yeah. And then they hearing it from they hearing it from a standpoint that I'm not this. This is not a robot. You know, what I mean, when we get on here and we start yeah. talking. We're not yeah. robots right. or anything right. like that. And I think they relate to us a whole lot different because now mm-hmm. I'm from Mississippi. So I'm not saying the words like, you know, like, correctly <laughs> and all this type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it is it is what it, yeah. it is what it is. So I think they can relate to me more and relate to him more because um, we just talk real. Yeah. just like like a normal conversation. And I think it works out in a, and be a good tool for young sailors to listen to yeah, and older and senior one. sailors, whoever. Yeah, I think it's the most palatable form of like information right now for this generation. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it won't be, you know, podcasts in 20 more years. Maybe we'll be in some virtual world, you know, doing something. But <laughs> the right metaverse. Now, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, somewhere in meta, you know, doing something. Me and me and Damon dancing around in the metaverse. So we talking <laughs> But um but for right now, man, I do. I, I honestly think it's the most palatable form of information where like everything Damon just said. But then also the application, right? Some you could be in a gym, you know. You could get some information yep. working out. You could be in your car driving because we we got a two and a half hour podcast on average, right? So I don't make yeah. that so you can hear it. I don't I don't want you to hear it in one listen, you know. So you could right. get your car, you could work out, you could go do a million different things and just had this po- cook food. You could have this podcast playing in the background, and what we, yeah. you know what we gonna do? We gonna talk like the way we talking now. We gonna talk. We gonna laugh. We have a good time. But then it's going to be nuggets in there, like really good yeah. like information. And the sellers get to take that with them. We talk mentorship. You know, I just think yeah. it's the best, the best. And right now, the way things going, it's starting to be more Navy podcasts. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, you got you got yours. And like I said, I, I think I told you this um, offline, but. You know, you, you you're now like almost like the godfather of like the Navy podcast. <laughs> you almost like what the originator, right? So, but you, you, you got, I don't know you about yours, that. Maybe, but you, yeah. you're one of them. You know, it's it's some other <laughs> ones, but it's like you know some other ones, but it's like more like a bunch of admirals sitting together, stuff like that, and they, yeah, they're yeah. good too. But it's like the Navy's involved with that, like you know. So we got yeah. yours. You got ours and ours is like like a lot of like like yours is leadership based and ours is like a mm-hmm. lot of like lifestyle based and then some leadership stuff too. And you got junior sellers doing all time. Like sometimes I get scared. <laughs> you know sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I get scared because cause some of yeah. these podcasts that's starting to come out now and I'm like, man, yo, hopefully we yeah. can continue this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yes, so that's true. I'm not as up on some of the, like I'd be interested to hear like if you guys got uh, like names of podcasts, like for, especially junior people. But like um, I know because like the test depth dudes are the like I'm aware of them, but those are all like veterans and they talk to active duty people. But the guys running it are just sub bets. Um, yeah, there are young games. guys that got out after like one tour or two tours. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few. There's some podcasts out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's okay. I'm gonna have to get some. I'm gonna have to get a list when we're done. Um, but yeah, because I've noticed like the big thing for me, like so when I started it, I picked podcasts because I didn't 
people. Like I didn't want to do anything with my face or name, which we talked about before. Um, mm-hmm. But then I wanted to reach sailors where they were. And so I've been doing this for, it'll be seven years in like June. Um, and that's part of why it's like that. I like what, like you said that perception that exists. It's I've just been doing it forever. Um, yeah. But th- I wanted to reach them where they were. And back, even back then it was like their phones were glued to the damn hands. Like we'd be, I was an A school instructor at the time. Uh, I started when I was a chief and it was like, I'd, I'd catch kids with their damn phone in class. Like, and this was 2016. And uh, so it was just like, I want to reach them where they were. And, and it seemed like the best way to do it. But then part of what I wanted, not knowing that it would be as effective as what you described earlier, where it was like, I wanted them to hear something that wasn't like a full speed ahead training that wasn't like, like it was authentic and it was, it sounded like normal people were talking. And then also like I struck, I tried to structure it in a way that like I mentioned, I I didn't think junior sailors would trust me if my face or name was on it, which I'm interested in in what you guys were mentioning about how you've experienced it on the, on the polar opposite end. But I didn't think I was I was really skeptical. Like I, I didn't think Junior Shadows would trust anything with my face or name or any it, if there was any way they could interpret it where I was gaining something from this, like other than I just want to help people. Um, I was like, it's not they're not gonna trust me. And and maybe it's just like submarine junior sailors are way more jaded or something. But that was like my I was reading the landscape, like coming off of a my I was coming off my first Chiefs tour on a special projects boat. And it was like those junior sailors were just like there. I was like, there's no way if I like brought them like a thing and said, hey, check out this podcast. And it's like me going like this, talking about leadership or something. It's like they would have been like throwing it in the garbage, like zero people would have listened to it. So that I was just like, I feel like this is the only way I can do this. And so that was the other reason why podcast was attractive to me was I could I could accomplish what I wanted to. My face and name didn't need to be on it. And I thought it would be more trustworthy. But like, um, I think the big part of it that I, I like, I wanted to do it in this way just because I thought it would build trust. And that was kind of the whole thing was like, I got to build trust. I got to build trust. They're not mm-hmm. going to listen if I can't build trust. But then I think it's just become more important for them to like, and I, it still is trust. But like when I talk, it seems like people just believe me. And, and it's because I'm talking like a normal human being and yeah. I actually answer yep. their questions. Like, so if you, mm-hmm. if you ask me a question, cause I've done like Q and A's on discord and like Reddit and a bunch of other stuff where junior sailors ask me questions and I'm actually answering them in a way that sounds like an answer instead of like this non-answer where I dance around it and don't really tell mm-hmm. them anything. Like, like I tell them what I really feel about it. And a lot of times I think it's, it's, they're asking questions that they feel like they already know the answer to, but they just want to see if I'm going to tell them the truth. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, like, most definitely. Like, yeah, most no. Definitely. And, it, and sometimes, sometimes it's like they're right. And sometimes there's information they don't have. And so I provide that perspective and like, look, I understand why you feel this way about it, but here's what's really going on there. And like some of it, it it's like you're kind of right, but there's this other part that you don't understand. Um, yeah. And I think it's gotten to a point where that's what, resonates is like they they can just because like junior sailors have the best bullshit protect, uh, detector on planet earth like an e4 like if you want to find out if something's true go grab an e4 and just put them in front of it and he'll start like alarming yeah, immediately yeah. if he thinks <laughs> yeah. it's complete garbage and so it's just like you don't like for all the all the things that I, i've heard a lot of leadership kind of like just discount 
junior sailors ability to understand a thing. It's like they know if you're telling the truth or not, and they know if you actually care about them or not. And I'd argue that they're a lot smarter than us in a lot of ways, too. It's more like a a perceived level of maturity that they're reading as intelligence. But like they're going to they're going to know no matter how it's executed, no matter how it's communicated, no matter what you do, like if you do this glossy production or whatever, or if you just do like a down dirty like this is I'm talking and then that's it. And it's even like leadership styles, which I hate that term, but that's another story for another time. But like a real soft spoken leader that ha- that isn't like really vocal or isn't like assertive and can stand on stage in front of people and talk or whatever. Like no matter who the person is or how they convey the thing or how whatever mechanism they use for getting leadership done, if you're yeah. authentic and yeah. they can trust you. They don't care. Like they really don't. Like they yeah. just. Do you care about me? Do you have my best interests at heart? Can I actually trust you? Like in real life, every day. Yeah. Let okay. Let's go. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. ready to follow. You know yeah. I mean? And and I think that I think um as as a leader too, man. Like you can be authentic more now as a leader because uh, we are now built to tell the why, right? Back in the day, yeah. it wasn't no yeah. why to anything, man. Yeah. We were just like, hey, go out there and say, go do this, and you just go do it, yeah. right? But now yeah. you have to explain the why, and then sailors can kind of believe mm-hmm. what you're saying more because you got to, you can tell them everything and stuff instead of telling yeah. them something just to get them out your face or just what they need to know. Yeah. You got to tell them everything because they I ask questions. So. <laughs> they ask a lot of questions yeah. now, you know, so you got, you got to tell them everything. When you tell them the why most of the time – um, they they kind of understand where you're coming from a little bit better, and you're right. Being authentic is is the key to um, to a lot of uh, successful leaders. Yeah, yeah, I think I, it's I the think, key to them believing that why too, for sure. Oh yeah, most yeah, definitely, most I, definitely. And I think that's kind of what led us is just trying to be authentic. Um, yeah. When we first talked, when me and Damon first talked about the podcast, you know, Damon is I I would you know probably say like in that leadership kind of scale <laughs> david is a little higher than me in that hierarchy right yeah but um what happened was uh we we, we you know we so it's a lot of questions that we can answer right so it's a lot of questions yeah. that i think like damon is able to answer but part of our brainstorming was like i want us to be able to ask more questions than we can answer i don't really want to answer every question i want to be able to ask questions right. and then maybe talk to other people that can answer them so when we first started recording um whether people saw us or um knew our names or not the stories like all right you see in my face but now you're hearing me say that i went through depression as a second class during this serve yeah. i was drinking uh i was mixing the old remember the old four loco before they just get so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mixing up the, the og four loco with cisco going to sleep waking up just drinking that warm bottle that's you know i actually went through you know those those bouts yeah. with depression and the things that the sellers are going through so like and yeah. i'm showing my face while i'm saying it you know so yeah. that was for, for what we had planned you know and it it, it really wasn't really pre-thought it was more of Right. I had a certain way that I felt like podcasts looked from day one. Like I never knew yeah. how a podcast should look except for the way that I knew. And it was like, all right, you see it, you hear it, <laughs> you know, you got to be yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of branded. I'm like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. But if we, you know, if we do do this, let's, let's get real. Like I had a conversation with a chief. It was about a 360. We were supposed to be starting it up in my command, mm-hmm. the command I'm at now. And um, yeah. I'm like, Hey, if we do do 360, 
when we sit here and we talk to these sellers, we got to be honest. We got to talk about mistakes we made. We got to, you know, yeah. do all of that. And the chief was like, I'm not talking about a mistake that I made. I was like, All right, well, I don't, I don't want to do 360 with you. Like, I don't. Yeah, do well, that. okay, yeah. I mean, I want to do it. I just don't want you to do it. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. That doesn't. What did he say? Why? Was it, it just was like a, a pride thing? thing? Like he didn't it, want to be embarrassed, a, it, or she didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, she didn't want the sellers to look at, uh, to look at her in the light outside of you know the light that she thought that they you know they looked at. That's her. not just, what happens though. That's what like the response you've probably perceived off of the episodes where you talked about those things candidly. It's all positive. Like junior sales gravitate towards that. Like yeah. you being open and honest. They're, it's like a breath of fresh air, man. They're like, oh, holy sh uh, chief telling the truth. Oh, my God. Like, let's let's sit here and listen to this. It's like they're going to respect you more for admitting that you did something wrong and like sharing the honest lessons learned from it. Like 100 percent of the time. Yeah, like we both, we had a one of our, you know, one of our episodes, we talked about how we both put in officer packages and how we mm -hmm. actually felt when those packages got, you know, denied, you know, and that was like yeah. the first time yeah. that I ever, that's like the first time I've ever spoken about that, you know, uh, Damon really? opened that up. He was like, yo, I, like I put an officer package in and I was like disappointed, like, I, you know, when, and I was like, yo, me too. Like, it, it, and it yeah. almost made me like not, you know not want to do it again. You know what I'm saying? So but yeah. that's how stripped down, that's how stripped down some of these conversations are. So it feels good to hear like a seller when they reach out, like, Hey, um, you know, they might shoot a yeah. DM or something. It's like, yeah, I was yeah. struggling with this. Like, like, especially like you, I get it a lot. Like when the results come out, stuff like that. Like, yo, I was struggling yeah, with yeah. the fact that I didn't make rank. Um, but, um, listening to y'all podcast, you know, really helped me out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The seller's tired of hearing that same, you know, that same mm -hmm. thing that they hear every year. You know, next yeah. year's your year, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. So we just, you know, we talk about, and it's crazy because now it's like, I don't even have to say the next year is your year. I could talk about my experience when I didn't make mm -hmm. rank, uh, my experience when I, you know, didn't make chief or something like that. So I, I just yeah. think, man, I, I think it's super palatable um, that this whole stage of, of podcasting, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting to me too is like, how? so have you had any, like negative reactions or blowback or even like like leaders that found out you did it and are like uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Our first episode. So our first episode, <laughs> uh, the first one we put out, right? So <laughs> the very first one. First one. Yeah, the first one. So we, you know, we yeah. the podcast. So what we did, another thing we did was we kind of did it from the ground floor. So um we recorded the podcast like five episodes and then we like pushed them out to like people around the ship. Like a, a prior enlisted officer or off a regular uh, traditional, yeah. um, some junior sellers. So we kind of had it spread out throughout throughout the ship. Yeah. But then we actually launched First and one. we launched, um, you know, throughout we had social media. We announced the launch. We launched. And like I had a department head, one of my old uh, one of my old department heads still on the ship, but just wasn't. He, he texted me. He was like, hey, I know that you and Damon, you know, called his podcast permission to speak freely but y'all was just trash talking you know department heads and it's almost <laughs> like you trash talking your own department head you know and that kind of messed up my night you know what I mean like so I text yeah. Damon I'm like I'm like hey Damon like uh you know such and such text me and said you know he knows the story well he know he's like I I, I get I'm gonna I'm complete the story so I'm like he texted me and he said um 
you know, this, this. And they've been like, man, it is what it is, you know, at this point. So, yeah. you know, I go back, I listen to the audio, I'm analyzing it. You know, and pretty yeah. much Damon was talking about department heads and how um, it's kind of pushed that they have power, but they don't have the power that is pushed that they have, you know, and we were talking about inserts yeah. and some stuff like that. So I went back to the ship the next day and I felt like <laughs> I, I, I don't know this. I can't confirm it, but I felt like yeah. this department head might have, you know, not like said that the podcast was bad and evil, but I, I felt yeah. like he might have said he was disappointed in something in public to like some other officers. I just kind of felt that, yeah. but I, I don't yeah. know if he did that or not. I don't know if he did that or not. Um, But um, so me and him talked, we, we had a conversation, I think that day, cause it was like, I'm like nervous. This dude, I just put out my very first episode. Yeah. I got department head on my ship that I like and respect, you know, saying that we said something we shouldn't have said. So me and him talked, but he had told me he shut the podcast off like right when he heard it. And it's crazy because the next, you know, uh, part of the conversation, we were like is, exploring, yeah. like we were like, yo, is yep. this the chiefs? You know, yep. so because uh, it's an exploration. I was telling somebody like our podcast is like an exploration of thought. Like we're not giving answers. We just kind of, you know, thinking stuff. So luckily he went back. He listened to the whole episode. Um, and, you know, and that's not ignorance on his part. He, he went back. He listened to the whole episode. And he still listens. I think he listens to like every episode. And he's a he's a oh, supporter. Nice. He got stickers. He, he's a supporter of the podcast. But, I'm, but that was <laughs> cool. that was yeah that was the yeah that was the the hard hit. I don't know if Damon got anything. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, <laughs> and the thing about it is, I, I most definitely wasn't saying nothing like 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 bad towards him. I was just saying, hey, at the end of the day, you know, you know, the the, the captain is, you know, what I'm saying he's in charge of the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? But some sometimes, I'm, man, they come down, dude, they come down swinging like, yeah. like, <laughs> like it's, like it's them. Bro, I, I can, like, t- <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how it's different on surface ships, but I can tell you on a submarine, I was a senior chief, department chief. I bodied like department heads all the time. Like, I, cause part of it was uh, the supply officer is we get like a brand new ensign a lot of times. And uh, so she's a divo. She's trying to get her dolphins. She's trying to qualify all this other stuff. And she's expected to like function as a department head. So you have this ensign that's functioning as department head for some stupid reason. But then all the other department heads are 03s or 04s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're always trying to bully her and like take advantage of her, tell her what yeah. she's going to do, what she's not going to do. And I'm like, let's play a game. It's called I win. Here's the rules. So I would go find them <laughs> and just like, hey, what did you say to my department head? Because like, like basically just like exercise the department head power that she was afraid to exercise because she's a brand new baby ensign and she's got no yeah. four yelling at her, like telling her words. And, she, and on submarines, you're either qualified or you're not. And so if you're a non-qual, like everybody can tell you what to do. So it's just like, if you don't have That's dolphins, crazy. it's like, it's, it's even worse. So she was in that place for most of the time I was there with her where she didn't ever fish either. So I'm just like, yeah, it was like, she'd come tell me or somebody else would tell me like, Hey, you know, chops up in officer study getting crushed. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I'd go, or it's and, and then they the department has just got trained where they were just like like there's certain things that i understand to be normal department head interactions and or training for her but there's this bright red line and if you cross it i'm gonna come find you <laughs> and so yeah. they just knew and so it's like look like i get it you're a department head like but 
I, I'm I'm going to kill you if you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you run over my department head or you <laughs> like coming down and trying to tell tell some of my guys what to do, like get out of here. Like you're 100% of the time going to lose that argument. I'll make you have flashbacks of the Naval Academy or ROTC yeah. or something. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy because, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I love my department heads, but it's pretty easy yeah. to see when it's easy to see when it's not like their idea. Like, yeah. like, like, like That's when the captain told that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to see when they're not really behind it. You know, you can't really ask yeah. them a question about it. So what you mean? Yeah. That's funny, man. So what uh what has been different for you? Cause like and you got into it a little bit with that answer, but like what has been different for you guys? And I mean it's hard for you to say what would be different from my experience, but like what has the experience been like with your face and name and it like just people knowing that it's you? Cause that freaks me out, dude. Like, like yeah. the idea that everybody would just know it's me, especially at, at like my work, I'd be like, every time I walked in the building, I'd be like, like worried about what people thought of the last episode and what I said and all this other stuff. <laughs> and it's like, not that I, it's not but, that I'm, I'm not one of those people that like walks around caring. I just have this like separation of like, um, like work and like what's professional, what's not, I guess. And then like what I do on the podcast. And it's not that I'll yeah. defend every word I've ever said on this podcast, even if I now think it's wrong and uh, cause my opinions evolved or whatever, but like it just, the idea that I'm, that everybody knows I'm doing it for some reason. I just don't like the idea of while I'm on active duty, people knowing that this is me and it's like you could super easily like flee temp stock me figure out who i am it's not that difficult but like <laughs> it, it's not like i'm not hiding but at the same time yeah. it's like i'm not advertising it either because i just don't want like the i don't know like i think it would be super weird to have those interactions at work for them to know that every week i'm gonna say some stuff yeah. and for that about the navy or whatever i feel like i'd almost um like it would affect how i did the podcast if that makes sense um just because not be and again it's not like i care what they think in 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 that way but i i feel like i i would i don't want to go through the uncomfortable like idea that they all know or what i don't know it's hard to explain it's just like an inconvenience to me and i also feel like there's a weird good order and discipline gray area there where it's like it feels not professional to me for if I was like, cause like Jeff Bayless, when he was on active duty and he was doing those things I described earlier, like he would get recognized walking down the pier is Jeff Bayless, mm-hmm. the guy that gives all the talks. So it's almost like, he's like this little Navy celebrity, almost like, you know, that c- comedian kid, his name's like Chaley or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. kid has a huge following. So I'm like, he has to get recognized all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. and I asked him once he was doing like a live Q and a, and I asked him like something about like how his chain of command reacted. And he said, he's had some uncomfortable conversations with chiefs sometimes about like how he's like Navy famous and like how they don't like kind of like are salty and don't really like it. But then there's, he's like more often than not, they're cool with it and they just think it's funny and they want to take a selfie with me or something. And I'm just like, (laughs) all right, cool. But like, how have you guys had any weird experiences in that vein? Or like, how does it feel like to, to like, no, I guess like that, that people know you're doing this and, and you're tackling those topics. Before, before Damon, Hey, before you talk, Damon, I just got one point. I, I got a, I got a response, but I'm not going to respond. I'm going to make a point about Charlie. Okay. Um, the point I want to make there is that I don't think that the Navy should limit somebody's potential as a human, right? As far as whatever they can do and want to do. Um, it's yeah. 20 years of your life in the Navy, right? So 
mm-hmm. if Charlie's a comedian and if he could do that and do active duty, then he could do that. Yeah. Like I, I like I, I've done things in my life that I was super talented with and I suppressed it because of my career in the Navy. And um, yeah. I was bitter about it for years. So if you're able to do it, remain enlisted or whatever you're doing. And 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 that's what makes you because at the end of your life. It's not your career that was the determining factor, right? The way you look back on your life, it's your life. So if Charlie's happy at that, then I'm, you know, yeah. or anybody that's, you know, we got people that went on American Idol and stuff like that. So yeah. we get a lot of people that think like, man, I'm in a military. I got it. This, this, this. Not like, yeah. Be happy with yourself and be and you know, kind of do your thing. That's my that's that point just about the Charlie thing. But I know Damon got like a you know probably an answer. Then I'm gonna give you mine because mine is kind of funny. All right. Well, me personally, me 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 personally, um, when it came to them seeing my face and all that stuff, it's just uh, we start the the podcast. And we we went we went around thinking of names and stuff. What we was gonna call the podcast and things like that. And I thought the name that we gave it was pretty much telling everybody I don't really care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's permission to yeah. speak freely. So when I say something or Dumbo says something, we're gonna back it up and we're gonna stand in front of it. You know, um, and I mm. I have gotten to some, you know, people have said stuff about, you know, something I said before on the podcast. It was going back and forth for a minute, you know, um, yeah. about it. But I still stand in front of it, you know, and um, yeah. I, I really it's, it's like one of those things is like we don't really know anyway, like 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 celebrity wise or whatever like mm. this. I come into the office, somebody say, hey, man, that was a good episode. I you guys talked about this. That was pretty good, blah, blah. <laughs> but for us, that, though, yeah. man, I, I don't <laughs> – ain't nobody never really, like, said nothing crazy. Nah. Um, and then you so, got people that go out there and say, hey, man, I shared this, you know. I, and they'll go yeah, out and crop yeah. your – a point they trying to make. Like, say they have a sailor going through <laughs> something. They'll just take that part of our, our thing and send it to their yeah. sailors and say, check this out. This is what they talked mm. about. So, but – yeah. From a celebrity point, somebody talking to me about, hey, I know you guys got a podcast. I, I don't, I, I never, and nobody ever said nothing to me about it. But also, I really don't care about about that stuff. And, so but but we built like that in the beginning, though. That's why we named the podcast what it is. We was already like, yeah. it was already built in what we was gonna do. Yeah, gotcha. So mine is like it's almost like three, four parts. I remember when we when we first started, like very first started, like two episodes in, and I was still on a ship. And you know, sellers was like starting to ask me yeah. questions they just never asked me. Like, hey, chief, you how you feel about chief? How you feel about? Yeah. Like, Yo, you gotta, you just gotta get the podcast, man, because we not about. Yeah, that. yeah. But, you know, but um, the thing about uh, shore duty. Uh, well, I'm on shore duty now, and um, yeah. it's a couple. It's a couple things. Um, the first thing is that. If you don't know me, I'm probably a little bit so so I'm super I'm like a, a compliant, right? That's like my personality type when they look at, you know, the personality types, that stuff that we started doing recently in the Navy, right? So I'm compliant, yeah. which means like, yo, know, everything I'm doing is like to the T. Like, you know, if yeah. I talk to you, I'm having a conversation I think I'm supposed to have. Like if I'm shooting an email, it's super detailed. Like everything is yeah. like there. I'm super anal and compliant. So when they listen to the podcast like it does so this like my podcast now is like an icebreaker for people that don't know me because if yeah. you, even if i'm in a mess i'm not really mm. talking like much about no bs like you know i'm not, i don't joke it like damon is like a bright bubbly personality like, in the <laughs> mess, like in the he's like yeah. you know he's like yeah. the guy that walks in and like everybody knows him and gravitates right. you know toward him 
And I'm like the dark shadow in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, not the scary shadow that you might get worried about that mm. got like more of a personality on Facebook than yeah. they got in real life. But I'm like, you know, like, all right, let's, you know, let's talk if it's about business. I'm in here to eat. You know, I'm going to get out of here. They may hear me. Hey, But um, so people get to see like a side of me on a podcast that they don't. Like I'm comfortable talking to Damon, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so they don't, yeah. they don't see it all. And I'm not shy at all. Like Damon could probably attest to that. I'm not shy. Right. People know me, but I think they kind of saw more of my sense of humor. Like I'm like super serious. You can't joke with me sometime. Like, yo, what? Like, I don't play like that. Like, yeah. so it's certain stuff, but it's different, you know? So that's the one part. Like, so what I mean, like from that is like, you know, after people at my new job found out I did a podcast, I would see yeah. them like, you know, first they just knew me as like this person with like thorough emails, yeah. compliant. But now they like they right. joke. They know I, they know I got a sense of humor. Yeah. Like I didn't yeah. have to, like <laughs> I didn't have to like break the ice. Like you know they know I got mm. a sense of humor. That's one. That's you know that's one thing. Um, the second thing is the junior sellers though. Like I still always worry about that because I you know I think like man like yeah you know like I, I can't lie. It's like man like am I on thin ice like. Like, yo, one day I'm going to cuss out, like, you know, a group of sellers again. Yeah. Like, I'm going to chew them out, like 20 yeah. of them, like lined up. Like, I'm <laughs> yep. going to do it. It's going to happen. They're going to do something. I'm going to do it. You know, it is yeah. like, like, man, like this dude got this podcast, you know, and he talking about yeah. this and that on this podcast. But now he up here doing this, acting like this. So I always think about that, too. <laughs> You know, because whether you yeah. right or wrong, if if somebody right. upset with you, you wrong. You know what I mean? So yeah. so I, I think about that, you know, what that can do as far as word of mouth. Then my last point was, you know, I was at I, I went to like a um a happy hour at, you know, with my job, uh, my command I'm at right now. We got a lot of civilians and my director, you know, uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, director, man, she you know, she likes you. She's impressed with you. You're doing some good work. And we were talking and then she like referenced, like we review movies uh. on a podcast. She referenced like a movie review, like something like <laughs> Damon said, our book, you know, matter of fact, the, the girl book that you read, yeah. the, the woman book you read, she referenced that like, yeah, the woman book. Yeah. He read like some, his wife's book or something like that. Right. Uh. But, um, <laughs> but she referenced that book. She, she was like, knew it. See yeah. yeah. She, and uh. I'm like, yo, and I was like, you listen to the podcast. And she was like, yeah. And somebody was like, yo, you uh, don't know how many people. So I say that yeah. to say, like, they don't, like, say it a lot, though. Somebody's like, yeah, people listen. Yeah. There's a lot of people that listen to your podcast. He's like, they're not going to just be mm. around the office like, hey, I hurt. And I appreciate right. that. Like, yeah. I'm glad people don't do that or try to give me, like, ideas. It's huh. the audience, like, the fans, the pe- the listeners are the ones that try to give you, like, you know, ideas. Yeah. Like, you should yeah. talk about talk about this on the next episode like this is happening yeah. you know so I, I but at work is I, I i like it at work and i don't sell it like i'm not selling it at work like i don't really yeah do social yeah. media with sellers that i'm like that's at my command you know what i mean so yeah they not really yeah. gonna see it unless you know it gets to them and that is yeah. kind of like my my saving grace if it gets to you you have it but i'm not pushing it out you know pushing it out to you right yeah yeah and i like I don't know how much of it was founded, like, but I just I put all these self-imposed limitations on myself because, and I think it, a lot of it was just I didn't want to. I had a lot of fear at the beginning because, like, I was a, I was, I mean, in 2016, I'd been a chief for like three or four years, um, but I had this. I was real worried because I was targeting junior sailors only initially, um, and I thought. I, like I was going to get a bunch of blowback from chiefs. Like who, who yeah, are you to tell we did us too. how to be chiefs? Yeah. And, we did too. yeah. and so I was real worried about like the, that type of thing. 
happening. Never happened. Um, I've only gotten universally positive feedback from Chiefs. Same. And yep. weirdly, Same. weirdly, I've gotten like the most positive feedback. And like, I could tell you, I, I, th- I would venture to guess the majority of my listeners are Chiefs which I didn't, that wasn't the goal. I was aiming at junior <laughs> sailors and it's like, I know a lot of junior sailors listen to, but like I just, for whatever reason, it resonated with chiefs and then chiefs started passing it around and it got to where it, and I'm like, okay. Um, you know, and there's officers listening and all that other stuff and retirees and veterans and all that stuff. But like, if I, if I had a way to break down the demographic, I bet you 60% yeah, probably is chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I look at the um, ages, and I, I, I think I think we got yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look at I mean the I, like this I do it's all on SoundCloud, and so like the the analytics I don't I don't it might show me age I don't know, but it like it breaks it down by like location and city and stuff like that, yeah. and like so like that's how I I joke with people I, well, I don't joke, but because I know they're listening like but there's a bunch of people like in the DC area. And so I'm like, I already know, like, and then Paul Kingsbury, God bless his heart. Um, he's a retired fleet master chief that I talk to all the time. He sends it to the active fleets all the time. Like when I do an episode that he like thinks hits on something important, he's like, dude, I texted that to all the fleet master chiefs. I'm like, will you stop doing that? Like, cause yeah, like, I've always had this, yeah. I've always had this yeah. fear that one day I'm going to get called under my CMC's office. And he's gonna be like, so tell me about this podcast you do. And yeah. why am I getting calls from fleet master chiefs? Oh. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like God. let them, let them, let them yeah. find it. Like we, we, we did one yeah. about, uh, we did yeah. one about diversity, right? Cause it was a picture of, uh, yeah. Nick Pond, he was in a meeting with a bunch of fleets and like everybody yeah. in that meeting was a middle-aged, you know, white male, right? Every single really? person. Yeah. 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 Whatever meeting this was. I thought like one everybody. of the fleets was a black dude. I thought, isn't there like a Navy SEAL that's. He, he wasn't in that. A fleet that's. I was the. Oh, I, I, oh he I just was wasn't the in the meeting. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He, whatever meeting <laughs> okay. this was, it was a uh, Mick Pond yeah. and. Maybe it even maybe it wasn't even a fleece, but it was Mick Pond and a bunch of okay, just in a meeting. I guess and they you. were talking about diversity, like big deal meeting. <laughs> so we, you know, we talked about it, and I'm like, yo, this, of might, they you were. know, this is going to get that. Yeah, yeah. I've done some that I'm like, this is going to get me in trouble because, like, there's which it turned. I mean, the ones I was worried about were were not. It didn't like I learned some things that I was like, oh, OK, never mind. Like the people I would get in trouble with are already cool with this. Like I did one with. Uh, you, did you guys see the TikTok that went viral where the chief was doing the the WAP video? But it was about uh, Christina. The, the, yeah, Christina. Christina. Yeah, yeah. So I did a podcast with her about it because I got I got. Um, so I got. I had a negative response to it at first, not like a, it wasn't negative towards her, but I was just like, how do you arrive at this decision mm-hmm. to do this thing and release it and think it's a good idea? But then uh, after talking to her, like, cause that's what I, we were talking to it on a goats after dark. It was like me, Bob, Paul Kingsbury. And I forget who the other person was, but, and, and everybody just, it was like a universally negative opinion, but I was just like, I, I'm like, I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I just can't get there in my head. I'm like, I'm trying to think of a scenario where like you would arrive at this decision-making tree and be like, yeah, no, totally click publish. All right, here we go. <laughs> and then when I talked to her, I'm like, not only was I wrong about like, I just didn't imagine a scenario, even though there was one and she explained it to me and it was like, oh, okay. Cause like yeah. she scanned that TikTok, 
by an entire Facebook group of chiefs and all of them co-signed it before she posted it. So I'm like, she, she already thought in her mind, like maybe I should get somebody to look at this first. And she, a whole Facebook group and everybody was just like universally supportive. So she posted it and then it sat there for a long time before it went viral. So like, she didn't think anything of it. Um, but then on top of that, it was like, everything else she does on TikTok is all like leadership stuff. Like she goes way out of her way to help junior sailors. And I was like, never so happy to be wrong about somebody in my entire life. But I also was like super worried when I reached out to her. I'm like, this is going to get me in trouble. But I'm like, I have to talk to her. Like I have to know what went on there. And I, I really was like, I have to know if I'm wrong. And like, she's amazing, dude. Like I love her to death and, so, you like, know, what I was drawn yeah. to about her was, uh, like, so in the basic, like, there's it, a page on Facebook that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that was posted on. And then she actually, you know, spoke on it. And, like, everything yeah. she spoke was, like, a lot of what we've mm-hmm. been talking about. But there's a lot of, like, some uh, echo a lot of the sentiments that I have, like, all the yep. time. So it's, it's crazy thing is I actually hit her up, too. Um, I actually yeah. hit her up to join, to actually join our podcast as a, as a third host, because we, I feel like we, oh, nice. you know, we we would do better with a third host, but it just it just didn't happen. Like, um, yeah, it she was busy, man. Yeah. She was on deployment, and yeah, it was on our part. It was more on our part. Like, yeah. I just never ever oh, okay. hit her. I, I never hit her up again, and I, you know, like yeah. things with like logo and just what we like. We 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 had already started. It just didn't work yeah. out. So I was still going to hit her up, you know, to be a guest. You should have her on just, just in general, happen. man. She's she's yeah. very. Uh, I, th- I think she's on the same wavelength as us and a lot of on a lot of things. And she has a lot of interesting perspective. And then, dude, the story like, go if you haven't listened to it, I forget what episode number it is, but it's called Keep Scrolling. It's the, episode, the interview I did with her. Mm-hmm. She got like inundated with like death threats yeah, slash like yeah. stuff to go kill yourself and all this. It was so it's gross, crazy, dude. Man. Yeah, I she's I'm a big fan of hers. Um, but like that one. I want to talk to Mick Pongiordano, but when I retire, that's on my bucket list. I got a couple of people that said they could put me in touch with him. Yeah, there's a couple of people. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of people that have have offered to put me in touch. And I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to wait till I got a DD-214 to do that. (laughs) But I I also heard you talk about I also heard you talk about being reached out to from like some brass. So, yeah, like. Like somebody hitting yeah. you up to like do some stuff. Yeah, you, you, I think you declined sure. it. Uh, it wasn't. I actually said yes initially, but then so I got reached out to by a. It's not a, now a former fleet, so it's like I don't. Mm-hmm. I I didn't say that originally because that person was still doing the job, but and I don't want you know I don't want to get anybody negative attention or anything. I don't know. Um, but they reached out. Uh, and said they wanted to be on the podcast. And I was like, okay, but like the, I want you to understand the kind of questions I'm going to ask and the type of answers that I'm going to expect. Cause like, this isn't an all hands call. Like I'm not, I don't want to hear you tap dance around an it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to the fact that you're a fleet mass chief and there's like, like boundaries you have to stay inside and there's you know what I mean like I understand who you work for and how if you took like a stance on a thing that your boss got mad about or the McPon is not have or whatever like 
there there's a reason why those guys are so like diplomatic and like political in the way that they do things. And I don't like it and I don't think it's how that should be done, but I understand why they're doing it. And so like I told them, I was like, look, I'm going to ask questions that you're probably not going to want to answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it on like I'm not it's not going to be like a, a I'm trying to set you up to look stupid. It's just like I'm going to want to talk about challenging topics and I'm going to want to like re, like kind of like really have a discussion about it. Yeah. And I just I'm not 100 percent sure that you're going to want to have that conversation. But if you do, I'm down. And then <laughs> I'm I'm like, if you want to edit something out afterwards, I'll do that. If you want to throw the whole thing out when we're done, like if you I'll send it to you, you can run it by legal and PAO. You can do whatever you want and tell me yes or no. Tell me what you want to edit out. And if we get to a point where I've got 23 minutes of garbage, I just won't publish it. If yeah. if we get done and you're not comfortable with the content, I just won't publish it. Yeah. But it's like, I th- there's always that on their end, they got to be thinking there's always that risk that I will publish it. And so like, I'm like looking at, I'm like, dude, like at the end of the day, I'm still on active duty. So you could just like figure out who I am and destroy my soul. So it's like, yeah, I, you know what I mean? It, I, it was kind of weird. And so it just kind of, there was nothing like negative about the interaction at all. And like, I thought it, I, I was really shocked and like in a good way that they even reached out. I thought it was awesome. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like I, I really, I love that you're even willing to to have a conversation about coming on, but like he had done some other ones and I was just like, I listened to him and I'm like, I'm not going to throw under (laughs) pitches at you like that. Like (laughs) it's going to be different (laughs) and I'm not going to be combative and I'm not going to try to make you look dumb and I'm not, you know what I mean? But like, I want to talk about like real stuff. So if you want to do that, I'm in, if not, it's cool. Like I, you know, no hard feelings. And so that's kind of how that went. And I just think like for me, the more, most interesting conversations happen when people are able to speak freely, right? Like go, go figure. So it's like these guys, like I don't, cause like I love Russ Smith, man. I think he's an awesome Mick Pond. He seems like an amazing leader, but there's stuff that I don't think he's free to talk about. And I, those are the things I want to talk to him about. So it's yeah. like, if, if I got an email from the Mick Pond, like, would I have him on? Yeah. But also <laughs> I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure I'd publish it yeah. because it just depends on what he's willing to have yeah. conversations about. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm totally even willing to like, if it's somebody like him, it's like, I'm willing to have a really long conversation just about like leadership theory. Like we can stay in a really like green zone and just talk about like beliefs and, and like concepts on leadership. And I love talking about that stuff, but I also want to know about like, why do you think the chief's mess is broken? Like, why do you think junior sales don't trust chiefs? Do you think that? And if you don't, why don't you? And it's like, he seems super, super intelligent and I'd love to have that conversation with him. But I also understand that you, he was my CMC. Like, Huh? He he was my CMC for a little bit. Really? Like, and I yeah, I yeah. bet you, as a CMC, he was a lot. He would have those candid conversations, and like, yeah, yeah, he was candid. But it's just yeah, like he, he got in my ass. as the Mick Pond. I think he understands that, like, he can't just say whatever he thinks anymore because it's like he what he says reflects on the entire Navy. Yeah, and so I get that like pressure and responsibility, and like, and it reflects on the CNO. Like he's he's effectively the CNO's CMC, and so it's like. 
you gotta you gotta understand that like the CMC's got or the CNO's got an agenda and there's a lot of political stuff and that they got to do and funding and Congress and stuff I couldn't even possibly understand. Um, cause I've just never been there at that level and never experienced DC in that way. So who, like, what do I know? Yeah. But yeah, man, like it would be awesome. But like, I think there'll be, I, I'm going to seek out a lot of conversations like that when I retire where like, it's like weapons free when I'm dude, when I got a DD two fourteen, I'm going to go nuts. <laughs> I'm going yes, go, to go after everybody. I'm already I'm game go planning. <laughs> I'm already game I'm planning go after, the retirement. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to go after how much longer you guys got. If you call it at 20, like how much longer you guys got? If I call it at 20, I got, I got five, five, a little bit more than five years. Damon. I'm already over already, 20. So I'm like, oh wow, yeah, man. You're gonna look young, you're sticking no, around look forever. Young, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, you ate gracefully too. He was, t- he was complimenting <laughs> me earlier. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, man, I, um, I came in '98, so yeah, I've been in a little bit. Damn, yeah, man. older than me. Yeah, you know, so what? <laughs> around, you know, been around the blocks a little bit, man. You know, so, <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna get out after Damon, like no matter what, right? Because yeah, I, I don't think you're gonna still be in here in five more years, right? So. You know, we'll get back. I, I want us to get back to where we won't be uh, like we, we, we'll be local again. Right. We won't be virtual. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a lot more conversation we can have when we yeah. get out. You know, it's a oh, lot yeah. more things. Yeah. Um, you know, because we got the rundown before we I don't know if you, uh, you know, got permission before you started. But we we, we went nah. and got like, OK, yeah. So we went and got permission because we nope. kind of thought we had to. So um, and we were told I a few considered things. it. But then. I don't know. What were you? Go ahead. What were you told? Because I'm always curious about this because I've had people reach out to me and ask me like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast on this. And then they talked to like legal and uh, PAO and then they were like trying to make it an official Navy podcast. And then they try to put all these like restrictions on them. They're like, never mind. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then they like went a different. And some people decided not to do it based on those interactions. And I'm like, nah, I just did it. Yeah, I'd rather just, just like, go. Yeah, I'd rather just. So, I'll so ask for forgiveness. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better to ask for forgiveness, like forgiveness <laughs> for speaking freely, right? No, so yep. what, we, what we did was um, the PAO at my command at the time, he had just published mm-hmm. the article. Um, what was You remember the name of that article, Damon? Oh, man. No, let me let me look it up real quick though, man. I, ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, he had published know. an article. It was about uh, it was about like a ship without its uh rudder. Somebody about the rudder, right? His rudder. Yeah, yeah. A fleet a fleet without a rudder, yeah, right? So rudder, yeah. and he's it, it, it kind of went viral throughout the navy, um, and he had just published it at the same time when we were doing a podcast. So I was talking to him, yeah, and I'm like, hey, dude, like we're doing a podcast and we want to talk about like you know, that article, do you, are you okay? You know, you good with us, you know, yeah. kind of talking about it. He was like, Oh yeah, for sure. He's like, Oh, but you don't a yeah. podcast. And he's like always doing things like the right, right. Way, you know? So he's like, you yeah. doing a podcast. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's your plans? I was like, you know, Apple everywhere. Uh, he was like, mm-hmm. um, all right, well, uh, you know, you might want to hit up PAO, you know, you know, big PAO. He's like, you might want to hit up PAO just to, okay. you know, be sure. He was like, just let yeah. you know her know what you're doing. I'm like, perfect, because I got a couple episodes. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, I hit her up and I let her hear the episode. So she knew, like our very first yeah. episode, we start off talking about uh, shaving. We start off talking about okay. beards. That's yeah. like our first episode <laughs> is about beards. Um, and, and so she already knew. She she laughed. She heard us curse, because we curse yeah. and stuff. So she laughed. She heard mm. us cursing. She heard 
a, like a movie review. She heard the whole episode, so she knew mm-hmm. what we were. So she didn't ask it. She didn't ask for it to be an official Navy podcast. Yeah, like, well, I, I bet. But <laughs> what was the like? Inter- did she like get, approve it or something? Like, what was yeah, the? Yeah, yeah. Or was so it she, just like a heads up? She it was because so all I it was a heads up. She it was a heads up. Okay. She said that. She said that you can't really be denied. Um, yeah, being able to do something like that. However, that's um, yeah. Don't don't put ships. She's like refrain from like operations, yeah, um, yep, yep. and names and stuff. That was it. We're good to go. Yeah, and that's what I I've always tried to do that. Just to, unless somebody explicitly gives me permission to like even tell their C story or whatever, I try to like leave names and stuff out of it or be intentionally vague. But also like, um, I stay I purposely stay away from stuff that I feel like is radioactive. Like when the all that Theodore Roosevelt stuff happened with Captain Crozier or whatever. I was like, I had people like, Oh, you got to talk about that. I'm like, Nope, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Not, not because I don't want (laughs) to talk about it, but because we have no idea what happened. I'm like, you got to let an investigation happen. You got to let everything unfold. Like the Bonhomme Richard stuff, same thing. Like I've mentioned it a few times, like, conceptually but i'm not gonna like dive into that because i don't know what like did that kid do it did he not do it i don't know like so to like go in on it because i think it's kind of messed up that like until this this kid's face and picture was plastered all over the like all of the military times rags and like so this kid was made famous on social media and you don't even know if he did it or not like he's accused he hasn't even been tried yet Yep, I'm like this kid is gonna saying that he probably didn't. Yeah, it's like so. Right, there's a bunch of stuff coming out saying that he might not have done it, and they might like have evidence that he didn't do it. So I'm like, I don't, man, it's that kind of stuff. I'm like, never. I'm not talking about it until an investigation comes out and kind of says like what happened and why it happened and whatever. But yeah, but yeah, man, like I, because that's the kind of stuff that I that'll get me that kind of attention because I. I just got told recently about a guy that um, he's a CMC that was doing YouTube videos. It was just leadership stuff, but like he was doing it in uniform, which I'm not a fan of, like, cause there's some weirdness there with like hatch act and everything else, but it's not like he was monetizing it, but, um, and then he got a call from like the next echelon up CMC and was like getting scolded and told not to do it anymore. And I was like, like he's doing leadership development stuff. Like he's trying to be helpful. Yeah. And the thing that kills me is like, it's like the Navy has like the Navy app locker. Most of it's garbage. Like I like the nav admin reader. There's a couple other things that are like <laughs> that like kind us. of work. Most of it sucks. <laughs> like like I, I applaud, I applaud them for, I did a whole episode trying. on it a couple of years ago. <laughs> They're, uh, I applaud them for being in the space and for actively yeah. trying, but most of it's trash. And then the, uh, like the CNO has a podcast. It's fucking awful, dude. Like it's yeah. that robotic PAO slash MCs, like glossing it all over and like <laughs> never saying anything of substance. It's like, dude, I don't want to listen to an all hands call where you talk about nothing. And then you yeah. talk about it in this super, like it's stripped of authenticity and like anybody sounding like they're having a real conversation. And it's just like, it's awful. And so it's like, I, okay, like I talk about this all the time where I'm like, I want the Navy to leverage that space for like leadership development and education, but that's not how you do it. 
And it's just like, like they need to give all that to like Enlick and the C- senior listed Academy and just go away Yeah, because like mm-hmm. the senior listed Academy, I think does a great job with a lot of that stuff. Like all the lectures of opportunity I saw when I was there, I loved, there's a lot of really frank conversation a lot of really good stuff. I think they, they would know how to be a good steward of that tool. And like, maybe you need like a, some you need to get some junior sailors in there that are like social media savvy to like to make it appealing to junior sailors but like like yeah. grant Khan's a great example of like he he was leveraging social media for the recruiting world and then i somehow he got some other job on his way out of the navy because he got medically retired but um he was doing like some social media job in dc he had control of navy's instagram for a while and he was like it was awesome and like it was getting shared all over the place how savage he was being but he was doing it in like a like a humorous professional way but he was still being kind of a savage um and it was awesome and that's the type of stuff that's going to get like screenshotted and i was seeing it all over reddit and like all in these groups and all over the place and uh, it's you're not going to get that kind of response when it's like some master chief in an office or mm-hmm. like some crusty old like whoever trying to do it. And it's like that's what it feels like the product that they're putting out. It feels like a bunch of dusty old people in a broom closet yeah. in D.C. are trying to like yeah. leverage the Internet to reach people. And it's just like oh, God, <laughs> it's so bad. And so it's like there's but the, what kills me, too, is there is stuff where it's like instead of instead of them trying to make a podcast it's like why don't you just co-sign what like i'm doing what you're yeah. doing or what like put us on a freaking reading list that is not a, like a there's like youtube channels and then podcasts and everything else like just add us to a reading list or a listening list and just be like hey, like because we're already doing it and you don't have to reinvent the wheel but yeah you have definitely. to be comfortable with the conversations we're having and stuff like that but like yeah you don't even need to talk to me to do that like you could put my podcast on a <laughs> list of approved listening without even talking to yeah, me about for, it because like I, I mean what what am i gonna do stop you like it doesn't even yeah. matter if i if i like it or not like i mean it'd be cool because then like okay maybe more people listen but like yeah i don't even you don't even need my permission to do that and then they were trying to do something with uh jocko like they re- my Navy HR released some article where like they were going to do some, I don't know, videos or something with Jocko. And then I never saw anything come of it. And that may be just the Navy's really good at advertising. But like, I don't think it ever happened or at least I'm unaware of it. I haven't gone looking for it that hard. But Yeah. See, I think at core, like all of us, like, well, you know, the three of us talking right now are all career Navy people. So yeah. you, you're about to retire. Damon is retiring at. I guess whenever, any moment, um, and I'm, <laughs> any moment. I'm in until I retire. So yeah. like an honest conversation from three people that have loved and stayed in the military yeah. for 20 years, health issues, you know, arose and stuff like that. Yep. Like it's not a bad thing. It's a healthy conversation. Yeah. It's just honest. You know, it's things we like, it's things we don't like, it's things that we want to continue It's things that we wish never, you know, started. But people need to yeah. hear all of it so they can know where to go. I think sometimes people get scared of that. Like everything yeah, has to be like sure. sunny and bright and, and stuff right. like that. Like, no, I'm a career guy. I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> like I'm here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Like, you know, not right. too many. I look you know, around this room right yeah. now. Like, yeah. I, I, think I, like <laughs> yeah. I think I like it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that you know, freaking, so, that combo <laughs> covers from the like early or like the late 1800s, that costs like a mortgage payment. <laughs> like, I love yeah. this. Like, so, don't take, <laughs> so don't take what we're saying sucks as yeah. like us complaining. Take it as like it's people out there that might think this sucks 
and we should actually think about ways right. that this thing can be improved. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I think the whole that's thing. Where the disconnect is. Yeah. The whole reason we're having these conversations is because we want to make it better, not because we're, yes. we're it's not like we're, <laughs> we're like effectively like posting like via podcast. Like we're not doing that. We're like yeah. having a conversation it like identifying the weak areas so that we can make it better. Like we're pointing out yeah. the problems. And it's like, I think when you get into like a lot of these, like all the end light courses are facilitated, right. Or yeah. like the full speed ahead trainings are trying to facilitate them because they want to have a, a like open and frank dialogue. So like the same thing with um, teaching the creed is supposed to be facilitated, right? Yeah. Whether it's executed that way or not, like, eh, but the vast majority of those things, like the the aim is that an open and frank dialogue is happening. And it's like, but it doesn't usually like it, it, it's this weird, like top down training model anyway, because that's how we're conditioned. And it's like what they're they're not they're not wrong in their like goal of thinking that like these facilitated conversations are the way to go. Cause they like, that's, what's going to like make a difference when you can actually get those, those conversations to happen. But like when you're within the skin of your command and you're sitting in a room and they want you to, okay, everybody have this honest dialogue. Nothing bad's going to happen afterwards. Like everybody, all the junior sailors are like, no, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, like I'm not doing that. Yeah, like the, the, there's, there's not any trust there. Um, and, but this way it's going, I don't though. know this way it's going too, man. I just think we behind, yeah. we just behind a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like everything, all the, the tech jobs, all the civilian jobs, all those jobs, man. They, it's right. something with social media is out there. It just we just behind the curve, man. You know, um, yeah, of, of getting information out anyway. Ain't nobody read no books no more that much. Ain't nobody. Ain't no, <laughs> it just ain't happening, man. Like people ain't saying people not reading, yeah. But mostly like audio books is is almost the thing now. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody out there got yeah. opening up yeah. books. Yeah, you right. You right. Um. So even got to multitask. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they still making the 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 damage controlman right. The book. Ain't nobody reading that damage controlman no more, man. <laughs> you gotta oh, yeah, put that yeah, thing yeah. on a freaking. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, no, and that's what like I wish that. (laughs) Yeah, I wish that was the thing though, like because they don't have like they don't have an audio book of like the stuff that's on your bibliography, and it's like, why don't they have that? Mm -hmm. Like, I I'm such a believer in that, and somebody's gonna hear this and hold me accountable, but I would volunteer myself to, and the the NASA (laughs) P forty six is like (laughs) two thousand pages. I will make that audiobook. I volunteer as tribute. Like I will yeah. record that on my own time and dime if they like put it somewhere where it's accessible to say. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's but the thing that would suck is then they're gonna revise it by the time I get all that recorded and then I'm gonna have to re-record it. But like, you know what I mean? Like they should have somebody doing stuff like that without it being because like there are there are businesses built around that idea, like this um I talked to them a long time ago. It was, uh, these dudes that run an app called the Blue Jacketeer, and it's like a advancement exam study thing built mm-hmm. around like it like optimizes the questions you're being answered. It's all built on the bibliography, but it's it optimizes like questions like as you get questions right over and over again, it takes those questions out of the question pool and then like shrinks it down to the stuff that you're is like your weak area. Um, and I've heard it's amazing i've never had to use it because it came out like way after i was past advancement exams but um i talked to those guys and it's like their their business idea like when they got out of the navy as like first classes 
And their business idea was built around, we just want to create something that helps sailors advance. Like it's about, mm-hmm. like, we just want what we didn't have when we were there something doing it. we didn't have. And it's, yeah. And it's like, so they're just, they created an entire company built around a thing the Navy should already be doing. And it's like, and it's the same thing. Like you're saying how they're just behind the curve. Well, they've been behind the curve. This company's <laughs> been around for five, six years at this point, And they're making money, bro. Like people are paying them. So they can study on their phone with this app. They don't have to go find because like I've, I've seen a bunch of sailors. They like unclass uh, PDF references on their phone and they'll scroll through those. But it's like those references are enormous and they don't need to read yeah. all of them. So it's like if you're going to just <laughs> somebody's going to build an interface where it just asks me questions based on the bibliography and then it tailors those questions to my week areas like take my ten dollars a month like i'll I'll like go through this in the chow line studying because i don't have time to study because i'm always at work working so like when i have those moments where i'm sitting on the toilet or like i'm in the chow line i can like study too and then put it Mm -hmm. back in my pocket it's just like an optimization they don't have to do all the heavy lifting and they're and they're getting to a point where they can answer the questions in the advancement exam like so like why isn't the navy doing that like, why are yeah. we not hiring or, hey, Blue Jacketeer? If they why are aren't they a government it, contractor? Hey, or if they if, yeah. or if they are doing it, hey, get it out there. Because I don't know anything about it. I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like Blue Jacketeer, it's like I like why why like the Navy Advancement Center? Like, just cut them a check. Yeah. Just make yeah. them a government contractor. You don't even gotta build anything. Yeah. Because that's the other thing that I see them with the Navy app locker. They're like building these apps that are clunky and that don't really work. Perhaps, and perhaps, nobody knows yeah. about them a lot. Nobody knows about them anyway, though. Yeah. Like if you go, yeah, there's a trash. there's a YouTube channel where they explain some of it. And when I went to it, I did the episode for the Navy app locker. I mean, it's probably like three years ago at this point, four years ago, maybe um, it. I went to the YouTube channel for the videos. They were like these instructional videos on like how to. Um, use some of the apps. And I think one of them was like how to, you can set up my Navy portal on your phone via this Octa verify thing. And also the crap to like log in without a CAC on your phone. And uh, it was the YouTube videos had like 27 views. And I'm like, (laughs) no one knows this is real. Like nobody knows this YouTube channel is real. Like, and it was like, I clicked to it through my Navy portal. Like I went through all the steps and I screenshotted all the stuff and, and it's just like no one knows this is no one knows this is real. Like why? Why? Like I, yeah. I don't understand. And it's like even with nav admins and stuff, it's like you could release a nav admin, and then you could like people like you and I are going to read it and maybe brief it at a meeting or something. But it's like how unless that's something that's like absolutely critical. If it's like a for your information, like those ones, because we're overloaded with information, I got too much other stuff to do. I might mention it at quarters and they're not listening and then that's it. And so it's like, it's not going to get out that way. So how is it going to get out? It's like, I don't know. Plus all that stuff doesn't work anyway, but it's like, that's why we started. Yeah. And that's part of why we started reading them. I think the first one yeah. we read through was the uni- the big uniform change uh, policy that came was out. Was it a big uniform change though? Yeah. That was a big <laughs> policy. <laughs> like it was, it, well, it, it was, was a, a big document. 
Lex, it was a big nav yeah, admin yeah, that admin. gave sailors permission to do all the things that they were flagrantly yeah, disregarding going. in yeah, the yeah, uniform regs yeah, already. Yeah, like anyway. that was all that was was like, look, yeah. we clearly can't hold the line on standards and uniform regs. We lost his fight. So, yeah. So <laughs> I'm surprised hands and pockets weren't on there. I'm surprised they didn't just say, you know, put your hands in your pockets. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Because was, like, yeah, that, honestly, and, who cares? But also, like, because it's one, it's an unenforceable standard. It's like you got chiefs out there wearing like hair collars they're not supposed to like you could say fingernails watches glasses like all the stuff that was in there like you see chiefs and officers watches. doing it yeah <laughs> like everything apple yeah watches. bedazzled watches apple watches like all yeah. kinds of crazy apple so watch threw like, me off man. a little bit man that apple watch hey i did not know i could get an apple watch man that threw me off man. i yeah i mean for us it's like you can't um there's a lot of like it's like going into a skiff on a lot of like you can't take anything in there so like when we would go down to the pier, like they'd st- the p- guards would stop you and be like, "Yo, you can't have a smartwatch, you can't have any of that stuff." So, because we can't bring phones, we can't bring anything. So like oh, that was like a different, like a community specific thing for a long time. But like, yeah, I was surprised to see that too. I didn't know you guys couldn't wear Apple watches. Yeah, yeah I was like, been, huh? I mean, they've been worn everywhere. You oh, know, yeah. the, the one that hit me was that you can't wear two watches on the same wrist. Like, like, I, like Who? who's doing that? Like, <laughs> who's doing that? <laughs> like, you got problems. You got bigger problems. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like selling watches on the boat yeah, and they're like yeah. showing yeah, and, and all their merchandise. And it's crazy because the way how you, you know, you talking about it is the way we read it. Like we read it in just yeah. like we laughed about it. Yeah, and, it like, was. It was just a joke. Yeah. It was like a kind of like a, and it came out, I think, yeah. either the same day or the day after the first COVID nav admin came out. So that, so the name oh, really? of that episode was actually called uh, uh, Surf and Turf because we kind of compared it to. <laughs> The surf and turf, like, hey, we're gonna give y'all this COVID yeah. nav admin, but then we're gonna yeah. hit y'all with this one y'all like about all the things y'all, you know, been and, doing anyway. Yeah, that's what I thought because I didn't see anybody saying that when it came out. And I went to work one day and I heard a bunch of junior guys in the office talking about it like it was some big change. And I'm like, what changed? <laughs> what changed? You were doing all this yesterday. Exactly. What yeah. changed? Yeah. Like nothing exactly. changed. Yeah. All they did was grant you permission to do what you were already doing. Yeah. yeah. Like all, yeah. all it did was make it so chiefs can't yell at you for it anymore. If yeah. they even were, which most yeah. of them weren't because they were doing it too. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I was dying when I read that nav admin. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Did we hit everything? I feel like we did. Man, we Definitely, had so man. much stuff, man. I know, dude. Like, and it's not even a three-hour podcast like it normally is. We're at two hours. So, what I do want to say though is, I just saw you hit like sixty. And I know you probably don't like hearing good things about yourself. It's all good, man. But, but you just hit like sixty-seven k <laughs> this year. So, hey, congrats yeah. on that, man. Yeah, congrats, thanks, man. Big, congratulations. Uh, like, that's not only like you know, not just you wild. know for the simple fact that you know a gloating thing or something for you that's something for us man like like something for like yeah. some of us that's podcasting that's just you know starting out you showing yeah. those numbers like yo i started here yeah. here big bump here like Dude, I, that means yeah. a lot to like to, to i can like tell me. you like, i was i was talking to uh paul kingsbury so he runs a cutlass leadership podcast and he was getting discouraged when he said he did it for like probably six months maybe maybe less than that but like about probably about six months and he was just like dude i'm getting like 30 listens an episode i'm like yeah that was my first year dude like yeah it was just like that's how it goes like you gotta like you gotta (laughs) get it out there like and and the thing for me too is like i never did youtube which i think if i had done video from the very beginning it would be 
I, I can't even imagine how big it would be because I think like just the people's response to videos different. It seems like it always kind of hits in a way that like it's more shareable. People just like interact with it more. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's better for yeah, social media. For sure. And so like they um, if I had been doing that from the beginning, I think it'd be even bigger. But like for Paul, I was just like, dude, just keep going. Just keep doing it. Like you just got to keep shouting into the abyss until like eventually you're going to be at 100 listens. Here I am like accidentally playing my podcast. I was trying, <laughs> on my phone. I was trying to get to the insights thing to like get the old numbers because it's like, dude, the first year, I don't know if I had a thousand listens. And it's like I get a thousand listens on an episode in like a week now. Like yeah, and, and it's it yeah. blows. It's insane. And so it's like, if you look back, like, yeah, all time, I'm going to go back to the first year and see if it'll tell me. Can I, I was looking, it looked like it was somewhere under four for the first two years. You were under four yeah. in a year. Right. Yeah. And it looked like you took it a looks big like, bump. Like, yep. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was exaggerating a little. It looks like it was 4k the first year, 5k the second year, and then it jumped to 14 and then it jumped to 26 and then it jumped to 46 and then this year was 67. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it's dude just yeah man it happens and it's like but it's you just got to keep shouting into the abyss. And it was one of those things like when I got to a point that I started getting responses from people which I don't remember it I think it happened early enough that like I did it for a while and there were some listens but then I started getting feedback from people and like it was like real slow. But then I'd get messages like the stuff you guys were talking like I got message. I got one pinned to my board right now um, where it's like this person was like, you changed my life. You made me want to like be a better chief. You like made me love the Navy again. Like I was angry and bitter and jaded. And a lot of them are from chiefs, dude, which yeah, like I started it for junior sailors and that's like still my passion is like helping junior sailors for obvious reasons. But like, I also, I was talking to somebody the other day now and I'm like, like, if you think about it, everybody that's not a master chief is, is a junior sailor to me by definition, even though like, I don't really classify you guys as junior sailors for obvious reasons, but like, it's like, I can help everybody now where like when I first started, I was just a chief trying to help like babies, you know what I mean? But now it's like these young chiefs are like, are like, in the, in a, in the same kind of space, even though they're senior to like the junior shows I was targeting at the beginning, it's like they still need development and they still need help. And it was like, dude, I've gotten messages from chiefs where they were like, I was ready to quit and get out of the Navy. And like, you completely like remotivated me and gave me all the juice. And it's just like the kind of stuff where like never expected to get that type of feedback ever. They um, like bottled and up, it's man. It's a lot wild. of chiefs that's like yeah. bottled up, bro. Like, so mm-hmm. like they can never so just the simple fact that they get to hear people talking about things that they think but might not ever say because that's what we yeah. get like the, yeah we get a lot of response from chiefs you know too like mm-hmm. yo bro you know y'all killed it you know y'all talked about this yeah. we was thinking this but it's that transparency that i think some of them like you like you spoke about earlier that i think some of them don't think they ever well some of us don't think we ever can like have right right and i don't i don't think they know that like it's I get a lot of that feeling and some of those act, like literal responses where it's like like I thought I was the only one that felt this way yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. you get that kind of like like I didn't know other chiefs felt and it's like dude I can tell you like almost every chief I've ever talked to feels this way they're just for what like the pressure of the organizational expectations makes it 
so that they feel like they can't say anything. But most yeah. of them feel this way, dude. I'm telling yeah. you. Like, yeah. I, I've never had a chief like passionately disagree with me about the stuff that I talk about. So I'm like, well, then I'm not, it's not like I'm not the only one that feels this way. I'm not even a minority here. Like, I think no. a lot of people <laughs> no, feel yeah, this way. Man. They're just not willing to talk about it because they don't want to rock the boat. It's like, no, nah, this boat needs rocking. Yeah. Like, no, we need to do this. Like, we need to this have this boat conversation. Needs <laughs> this boat needs rocking. This boat needs rocking. That's maybe that'll be the episode name. <laughs> the boat um, needs rocking. Hey, dude. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate this. This was a lot of fun. Tell everybody because, you know, I want. Uh, again I, t- I talk about jeff bayless a lot i think i'm a big fan girl for jeff bayless but like he's he always says talking about like a, a rising tide raises all boats so like, tell everybody where they can find your podcast and maybe we can get you guys some more listeners sho- shoved in that direction too because you guys do a lot of the same thing um and but like candid conversation wise like le- not always leadership development stuff but like the candid conversations about real stuff so tell everybody yeah. where they can find you guys so is permission to speak freely podcast at PTSF Podcast. That's on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube is Permission to Speak Freely Podcast, Facebook. Um, I'm Damo. That's what I call myself on a podcast. Damo. And of course, I'm Damon. Yeah, man, yeah. we had we had some good conversations, man. We'll love for people. We we also looking for feedback, man. We love to have good conversations about anything, not Definitely. just just navy related, man. Anything that that right. anybody want to talk to hit us up man we'll love to have a good conversation about it and hey thank you for having yeah. us on Hell here too yeah. man um so for it's, sure it's a big deal for us man so so thank you man hey, we, <laughs> for we're sure on man this was too. awesome we on TikTok oh too. go uh, get you some tiktok and i've been getting recipes damon so you know you might hate me for that oh, but i'm nice. getting recipes on tiktok <laughs> salmon bites all types of stuff but um yeah, BTSF podcast <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Hey bro, um everywhere. honestly, man, honestly, bottom of my heart, uh, I really appreciate this. This is definitely not uh, a podcast that you had to do. So uh, I appreciate oh, this one, man. Yeah. And we had a, I had a Love whole it. lot of fun, man, and I can't wait to call yeah. you up. Uh, hopefully, we could get you on ours and we could talk some For stuff sure. too. Easy day, man. Thanks, guys. All right. I hope you all enjoyed that. I had a great time. Uh, that was super fun. It kind of reminded me of a goats after dark and then, uh, Damo at the end brought up Konata goats after dark. So that'll definitely happen. But, uh, but yeah, that was a ton of fun. If you, if you're not already go check those guys out, subscribe to them, uh, to their podcast, permission to speak freely. You can find them on all the platforms they mentioned. I will put all of their links in the show notes. Uh, so go check out the permission to speak freely podcast. Awesome guys. And I'm sure you'll, you'll see me dragging them on <laughs> other things and you should see me on their podcast soon. And I'll, I'll post when that happens. Um, if you want to support us, there's a link on the website, specifically nonprofit for the support of podcast costs only There's a donate button there. Uh, so if you want to help us out, you can do that. If you want to support the expansion of the business, it's more of the for-profit side of the house. Uh, you can do that at don't give up the ship apparel. It's dgutsapparel.com. You can follow us on Instagram uh, at dgutsapparel or Facebook at don't give up the ship apparel. Uh, check that out. I really encourage you to, there's a lot of really great stuff there. I put a lot of time and effort into those designs and just the standing up of the business. And we're going to continue to expand the platform with more, uh, like content for all the people, right? So like all the rates and communities and everything, we're going to get shirts and hoodies and hats and every stickers and all kinds of stuff up there for everybody. Uh, it's, it's slow moving, but I'm getting, I'm getting into some new designs here soon. There's a bunch of new stickers about to go up on the website and stuff like that. So make sure you follow us at D gets apparel. 
uh, and de- don't give up the ship apparel uh, and check out the website dgetsapparel.com. I would really appreciate that. If you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the ship podcast or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit or Discord at DGUTS Podcast. Uh, if you need anything, have suggestions for episodes, just questions, need help with something, whatever. Uh, feedback is always welcome as well. Uh, hit us up on those mechanisms. And then subscribe to our YouTube. There's a lot of audiogram uh, podcasts going up. I got some training videos that are in the in the works. I'll have a new, like a, basically an update to the how to make chief stuff, uh, officer programs, Navy advancement, all the teaching to the creed modules will all go up as training videos as well. And then eventually video podcasts, um, I tried to record this podcast as a video. I've got video, but it, I got to like edit it all together, which is a skill I need to develop. So, but when I retire, a uh, video podcast will be going up on the channel as well. So go find us on YouTube. Don't go up to ship podcast and subscribe. Really appreciate that. And that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. <laughs> <laughs>